podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode 118 of FBL Black Box. I believe it is. Uh, my name is Az and I am joined on this late night Friday stream by Mr. Drunk, sorry, Mr. Mark Southerns. How are you, Mark? <laughs> I'm not drunk. I'm, not, I'm perfectly sober. Yeah. yeah, I'm good. I'm very good. I'm, yeah. I'm very pleased to be here and talking FBL with fixtures the next day. It feels so good at last. It's been a long break. And of course, Mr. Andy North. Drunk level, Andy? Getting that, <laughs> no, literally, I've, I've drank half nothing. a fruity oh, cider, so I'm uh, I'm doing all right so far. Well, I'm on the water, so yeah, oh. it's gonna be a barrel of laughs uh, today. I think it's gonna be a bit calmer. I've had the the COVID this week, haven't I? So I'm I'm kind of much more uh, much more restrained. Although you both already called me sassy. Um, oh, yeah. so sassy. Mark's been shot on by a seagull in in a yeah, <laughs> in and around that, Brighton. That's, that's not the words he used earlier. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I literally was... was at the end of the day and I just popped up with Mark saying, I've just had a bird shit on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've had a good yes. day, haven't you, Mark? The, the thumbnail, the thumbnail yes. annoyed you, the bird. Oh, I did. It oh. did. Oh, I, I was in Brighton and Seagull just laid an almighty one on me. I lived in Brighton for like eight years. That never happened to me once. I'd go back for like one afternoon and that's what I get, you know? So um, hopefully Brighton aren't going to do the same to me tomorrow when I catch in the Harlem. I said it, it, could, be, it could be a... Uh, yeah, sign of things to come. Yeah, mm, it's absolutely. meant to be good luck, though. Good luck, apparently. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. That's there you go. That's Oops. good. Uh, we got 618 already uh, in the chat. Hello to everyone. Hi. I've seen uh, some... <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> seen some familiar names in there. I can't see who's in the chat. Can you see who's in the chat, Andy? Got, no, I, got I no idea. No, yeah, you lost your, you lost your, uh, you lost your rights to the to the chat. You can still see the chat. You can still go on YouTube and No, well, no, you know, if you're not going to give us that... No, you don't have the right to flash on the... Yeah. As has taken away the ability for Andy and myself to highlight any comments in the chat, which basically gives as total control of the comments. That there we go. Obviously, like he that, is, you see, so he can he just was put comments about. Oh, where yeah. if you didn't do his rules when you played football when he was little, he took his ball home and yep. nobody could play. Well, you, you flashed up comments that were being nasty to me. So why would I allow that to continue? You know. To, to counterbalance hurts. the only comments yeah. you chose to put up there. Uh, no, I'm sorry. When I'm host, it's uh, it's my rules. Anyway, we've got loads to talk about. Um, we will we will get on to it. Obviously, you two have already done the uh, the little behind my back stream last week. The late yeah, tackle. Yeah, we enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, which is very good. I listened to that yeah. in the in on my bit drive home. Bit uh, late tackle. We love that. We little popped tackle. in as well. Yeah, the idea yeah. this Luke. one is it's not a not a late tackle. It's kind of going back to. Come back to our roots, Mark. We've got all the normal stuff, all the tables and Yeah, there'll and be elements of of anarchy, uh, like Lake Tackle has, I'm sure. Uh, there already is, but um, yes. Yeah. See, look, you're look doing it this. now. Look, look at this. Uh, look, look. Oh. <laughs> As Phillips, look. He's got <laughs> members of his family posting. It is a good one. Mark, yeah. you, were, you were excellent yes. on FPL Juice, I have oh, to did say. did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy Absolutely it? excellent. Have you, have you seen it, Andy? It. No, I didn't watch it yet. I haven't oh, watched that's it, right. but I will do. That's it. No, no support from there. I watched the scout cast <laughs> religiously. <laughs> it's because, like, I think me and Az have said it before, like, <laughs> it Juice yeah. Juice would be, like, my mm. everyday, like, I would watch it every week if it was on a little bit later. Yeah. I just can't ever watch mm. it, and then I forget to, like, 
I honestly think if that was on at like eight o'clock, it would have thousands of viewers every week. Like, honestly, it's so good. The yeah. thing is, I didn't get back to about 11 o'clock. So if it was on eight o'clock, I'd be like two in the morning when I got home. So <laughs> I was pleased it kicked off at six, but it was it was, it was was a pleasure to do it. And it was great to spend a bit of time with um, with Nick and Ash, who are great hosts. And uh, Ben from um, The Graduates was on as well, and he was great. Mm. And um, yeah, I had a really lovely time. And um it was a good show. There was plenty of good content in it as well. A little bit of fun. And I was terrible in, I was good in guest supplier, terrible in TikTok. Well, this is what I was going to say. The, the, the yeah. too long didn't read Andy is uh, Mark did an excellent bit about his, his kind of history with Scout um, yeah. and about all the kind of drama over the international break with all the polls and annoying accounts and all that kind of stuff. Really, really good. Well worth listening uh, to that. Mark's guest the player was on point, really quick. Top top twenty time was it? I'm Mark? six. I'm six. Six on the show. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But Andy, you've got to see him play this tic tac toe game. Oh. You basically, you had to find a player who'd played for two two yeah, teams. Yeah, I'll play the game. Yeah. 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 So there was like Arsenal and Man City. I mean, there's so many, right? I Gabriel know. I'll just Jesus, do a blank. I, I, uh, Dazri Adebayor, and Mark was just like, I can't think of any. Just, and easy could, now, isn't it? Not easy, do easy after, one. The, after the event, isn't it? I was <laughs> I was spent on guest to player. I was totally spent after that. I just didn't have any brain power left. You forget, <laughs> I'm, I'm knocking on. You know, the memory's not what it was. So. It's true. It's true. <laughs> brain go. cells go, don't they? They die. Yeah, look at this. Tic Tac was yeah. like watching my granddad. <laughs> well, I'm probably not far off your granddad's age, to be fair. I imagine. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was. It was pretty bad. But you know, I, I love the juice guys, and it, it was a very, very good show. And and like you said, Mark Ben Graduates was excellent. Yeah, um, he's as really well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. Shout out quickly to our new Godfather tier members, um, Rakesh, who's now in the WhatsApp chat. We're enjoying. Uh, chatting to him. Uh, we've got Parag, we've got Chris uh, Tanj, and we've got Tarek A. Uh, anyone who is a uh, Godfather tier member who hasn't uh, got in touch yet to join the WhatsApp chat, give me an email, as at fpoblackbox.com, and we'll get you right in. And Mark, we've got a backlog of intro videos to do at some point. <laughs> <laughs> we have. We have. We've got about 10 or so to do. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, they were, they were good fun to do last time, so yeah. Yeah. There you go, Mark. There's a nice comment from uh, James Harding for you. Oh, aside. good old James. Mark was a super fun, interesting guest. Oh, well, thank, thank you, James. Very nice. Yeah, there you go. Thank uh, let's quickly go through game because I mean, you two have already kind of covered um, yours, so we'll do them quickly. Also, you both did better than me, so let's just quickly cover these. Uh, Andy, one sentence, 58 points, wildcard played. Yeah. Uh, okay, sitting good. down and watching <laughs> watching the whole of this, the, uh, the Forest and Crystal Palace game to watch a 0-0 so I could get two clean sheets was probably the highlight of my, my week, to be honest, my season. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm happy with that. 58 points, 1 million rank rise, I'll take it. Nice. But Mitchell over Gehi, which Mark's already uh, ribbed you for. Which five I, minutes yeah. before full time <laughs> looked like a masterstroke when he had three bonus points and then just dropped out of them all together. Mark obviously rang up FPL Towers and said, we're not having this. <laughs> <laughs> make it so, make it so. Yeah. <laughs> Grandfather tears, says Jamie Hayes. Very good. Uh, Mark, a couple of sentences in your team, 67 points, massive haul. All Mr. About Raheem, mass. Mr. Yeah. Raheem. Mm, did very well for me and turned a, a good week into a very good week. So I was happy with that. I mean, obviously the captaincy could have gone better, but, you know, it was it was a tight call between Salah and Son. And Son, Spurs, just that first 20 minutes, if they'd have got that early goal. I think I said when we uh, were going to go to um, the captaincy in the last show that the early goal was crucial and uh, it didn't come and Spurs laboured a bit and finally got a goal second half and then had that man sent off and then, you know, they saw it out. So, son six points, but very happy with that. Very happy with my team still. And um, although the sub bench is weak, as we'll see later, I'm happy going forward. Uh, yeah, everything's, everything's going all right. I'm 
Yeah, strange. I've just sent you the uh, the chat invite. Oh, thank felt, you. Felt giving bit, up as a bad. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> also, I've realised it's quite hard to focus on the screens and do the chat, and it's actually quite nice to have you do yeah, it. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, very nice. Uh, as a hater, because he did bad, he wants to go through it quickly. Yeah, let's spend uh, yeah. a little bit of time on, on Mike. Let's not. Let's go through mine just as quick as, as yours. 51 points. Son captain. We all we all went for Son. Um, mm. Could have been a big haul, I think, if, if Spurs had got a goal early, but wasn't to be. And then Salah went, went crazy, which when you look at it, it's kind of like, oh yeah, Brighton didn't have a left back. <laughs> it was That was the obvious move, but... It doesn't tell the full story, I think, 15 points for Salah. He was pretty anonymous in that game, um, I thought. I thought Darwin played well um, and we just left him completely unmarked for the first goal and then another mistake um, you know, at, at the back for the penalty. But 15 points, big difference between yeah. the captains. So if you I know Salah, from spells then I didn't have Salah last season that he has this ability to have a pretty average mm. game and still get a double figure. That's why he's the best. It's really annoying, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that yep. was the case. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, green, green Arrow for me. Uh, I'm just behind Andy, I think, what, five or six points, something like that? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. separating us. Um, yeah, a lot nice for us all to come on with, with Green Arrows. Uh, let's look at the great and the good, where that puts us. Mark, top of the pile, out of everyone. Look at that still. Uh, Joe had a good week, though, 73, mm. 73 points from him. Uh, General did not have a good week, and he was, he was the one, kind of your biggest rival. Uh, he got a red arrow, 45 points with a hit, um, two. I went for Harlan captain, which I thought was mm. a bit strange. Um, he had just said that Harlan was going to be his captain every week. What, what, what did you think? What do you think of that? It seems a bit of a cop out, I thought. <laughs> no, I mean, it's fair enough. I mean, he is, if you're going to pick one player to be your captain every week, I guess it used to be Harlan, whether it is still Harlan, given Salah's consistency, I don't know anymore. Um, I noticed today when I checked review that Salah's now coming out above Haaland for the captaincy this week. So the models are beginning to start to suggest that Salah is the better captaincy. And I don't think our mentality has switched totally yet, but we're going to talk about it tonight because obviously a lot of the wild cards have moved away from Haaland. And I think the models have got a lot to do with that. If you check them, the review is certainly saying that if you're playing a wild card, you don't have Haaland. And I think a lot of people who follow review have, have taken that that stance now, whether it will come off, I don't know. Certainly this week, as you saw there, game week eight, it uh, it wasn't the best move to Captain Harlan. But you know, we went son and hardly got much of an advantage, did we? Mm. So um, let's see. I mean, I don't know whether General is going to stick to that policy going forward. Um, we'll have to see. He's got his wild card to play. Let's see what he does. But presumably, he's not going to wild card and not have Harlan. Mm. Andy, mid table in your debut season in the Great and the Good. Happy with the start? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, in some ways I was looking at this a couple of weeks ago and thinking I'm lucky to be mid-table because I've had quite a tough start, if that makes sense. But then everybody seems to have a quite a tough start. You think, you know, great and the good and what, only half of them are in the top mill. So I, I think it's been a tough start for everybody. I'll take it. I'm, I'm happy with the fact I've obviously used my wild card. I've got a green arrow, which you'd hope for, rolling and then game week 10 looks fine as well. So I feel like I'm okay moving forward. Um but yeah, no, it's been a tough start for everybody, I think. But I'd, I'd take mid-table. I mean, you just don't want to be bottom three, do you? That's <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on the bottom where I was uh, a few weeks ago. I have I have overtaken Tom Freeman uh, and yeah. FPL Guns, last, last year's winner. How often do we see that mm. last year's winner um, struggling? And, he, and he's doing some things like captaining Darwin, you see here. Yeah. So whether he's just having some fun with it, I don't know. But I think I, I, I would. Guess, I bet you're entitled to, aren't you, when you've won it, you know. Yeah. You're gonna... yeah. 
try some things out. A lot of wild card plays, as you can see in the table. Um, mm. So there's what, six of us haven't played the wild mm. card uh, at the moment? Uh, maybe seven. What's your plan for it, Mark? Uh, well, I, I guess, yeah, I guess we would. Well, no, 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 no. We go, no. I go straight to the city blank, city double, don't I? And, and get navigate through that with it, I presume. And I don't think I'm going to need to play it. If I played it now or game week no 10. Watkins, it, no Watkins, no Arsenal, no Brighton. No, no, no. No? I can do it with three transfers as I want to, but we'll talk about that later. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to move towards Arsenal and Brighton. And I don't think I need to move towards Watkins if if City pick up their form. So, mm. yeah, I mean, we've got the rate my team scores on here as well, which show like uh, the difference between our scores and what rate my team says we should have. Uh, I don't know if that's a measure of luck. Obviously, you'll say that because I'm actually top for that in terms of the difference between <laughs> what rate my team sh- thinks I should have. Um, whereas you're down there on 30, I was up on 74. So... I don't know. I think I, I looked at Review who also published their season preview tool and it said I was in the top 88% for variance. So in other words, I have been lucky according to Review as well. So, you know, Andy's just putting a face on there. For people on the podcast, Andy's making a face. It's <laughs> almost <laughs> like you agree, Andy. Uh... What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't feel like I've had a load of luck, but obviously this and Review are saying otherwise. I think that's because you know, players that they that review didn't expect to do well have, and players that I didn't have that they expect to do well haven't done brilliantly. Maybe so. It's, it says more about the model than it perhaps says about my luck. I would like to think, but Andy would differ, of course. You mean Raheem no, Sterling recovering from four consecutive blanks to hit a double digit? Is What's luck? that? What? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think yeah. You know, I I didn't have Imbumo, and it, and you know a lot of the models still like Imbumo, um, and. Um, I've I've finally finally been justified by that in that Diaby and Sterling have now outscored Mbumo, but it's taken eight weeks. Mm. For a while, I was like, "Oh, have I made a big mistake here?" But he did go off the boil, and the other two have caught up. So I don't know if I'm vindicated with that move, and I don't know whether I need Mbumo going forward. But the the models still like. Yeah, him. Oh, they do. They love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thanks to Kenneth M, uh, a ninth of a drink um, from from him, uh, one ninety nine. I mean, I'm not drinking tonight, so you two can share it. So it's more like a fifth of a drink or, or something you're Desi driver aren't you Desi driver yeah, yeah. It's, for what it's good to be in the driving seat on this stream and actually be sober for a change <laughs> uh, which is nice um, a good comment I wanted to flag here uh, from Leon Wine is uh, it just says it's all about the captain mm. and it does feel like that at the moment doesn't it because there's not much in it between a lot of us really um, on this I mean even between you and I Mark it's, it's 50 points yeah. um, but that feels still salvageable at some point but with our teams all quite similar I mean obviously we, some of us have got a few Differences like Andy with his Mitchell, his wild Mitchell punt, move my wild cold oh, punt, my old card, <laughs> all living living on the edge. Um, the captaincy, I think, is becoming increasingly important, especially because we're seeing um, strategies about Harlem, right, Andy? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And actually, it's been quite fun because players like Salah and Son have now obviously crept into our feelings. And I think everybody was so worried that Harlem would be the only premium that everybody wanted. Now Salah's got fixtures where he is looking the most captainable majority of the next couple of weeks because Haaland's fixtures aren't very nice up until what game week 16 mm. which is why people are even thinking about moving away from him so the fact that I mean on Scoutcast the other day we had uh, Flappy without who hasn't played his wildcard yet me with a Haaland team that has wildcarded and Seb with a wildcard team without Haaland yeah. and all of a sudden you think actually there is a bit of deviation now which is quite nice and 
people are having to decide, do we go Salah captain? Do we go Son captain? Like even this week, there's a genuine debate about who you captain. So it's brilliant because actually now you should start seeing these gaps forming in the, um, in the tables, whereas it's just been so bunched up yeah. for so long. Like what are we in now? Ten, nine weeks. It's never usually this bunched up this late on, if that makes sense. But no, it's good. It can only be good for the game and only be good in terms of us actually saying we've got some decisions to make. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm just glad that I'm kind of in and around the pack now because I was cut adrift at one point. Um, You know, I'm only like, what, two points behind Praz now Mm. and and Zofar. These are are FPL managers I really look up to and and know are going to go on and have good seasons. So the fact I'm only a few points behind them, oh, there's you as well, I guess, Uh, Andy. Uh, It's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's not much in it. It's, it's, it's actually 12 points um, between us. Yeah. Uh, four yeah, between yeah. me and Braz. I was looking at the rate my team score. Um, but yeah, there's plenty to play for, um, as we go. And we're going to try and this week feels a little bit like, I think a lot of people are holding the transfers, right? And then game week 10 is when we're going to start seeing some, some quite big changes, but there is one, one player in particular who we're going to talk about, uh, who is on a lot of people's radars and, and whether he's a good idea. And that is a certain Greek God. And Costas Simakas. So he's one that I'm really interested to get your, um, your thoughts on. Uh, let's go uh, to the uh, team data. Um, first of all, all the stats are from Fantasy Football Scout. So we'll be talking about in this presentation, not really a presentation, in this fun stream, let's call it that, uh, instead. <laughs> presentation. <laughs> do check out Dead Scout. Talk. We're all associated in, in some, some ways with them. Um, great stuff over there. Uh, and all their tables and tools will help you have a, a good season. It's bunched up. Uh, rank um, kind of mess that we all seem to find ourselves in. Uh, but here's the defence. Uh, Man City top um, of the XG conceded on penalty per 90 with 0.7. I don't really trust them at the moment though, Mark. Conceded yeah. goals. Rodri's back now, but they've, they've really missed him. But... Seven shots per game though. It's yeah. Ridiculous, it's, isn't it? I mean, that's nothing, a very, is it? That's a very low volume. They, they normally are just under 10, but that is particularly low. I guess, you know, there's that still that kind of narrative that one shot and Edison concedes, isn't there? I, I do think that we're not going towards City defenders because there's a perceived lack of value from them. And also when you look at what the likes of um, Jippier and Cash can give us in terms of attacking potential, um, and then you, you know, you talked about Simicast, well, he's probably going to change, you know, managers who are playing 3-5-2 and most are, or, or maybe 3-4-3. Three, there's not going to be a place for a Man City defender when you consider that Simicass is probably going to be a factor and we'll look at him in detail. But yeah, I don't think a City defender is really on our radar at all at the moment. Well, I mean, I mean, Andy, do you think we're sleeping a bit on, on Walker? I mean, he's 16% owned. He's played 90 minutes in every game so far this season. We've always wanted a 5 million-ish Man City defender. He's more attacking yeah. um, as well. I, don't, I haven't seen him in any, any teams like on, on the Twitter and Scout Template. Well, he's, so, he's in Flappy's team. Is he? Oh, well, Flappy, uh, yeah, is, yeah. Flappy knows his defender. He's got, he's got the Robertson issue to deal with, isn't he? This, this yeah, week. he has. Yeah. yeah, and he's got Rico Lewis. I mean, yeah. it's really tough because already <clears throat> I think there's a Man City in the know that's been on Twitter today saying that it expects some changes in the defence yeah. this week. And it, it, that is literally, that's the problem. You're waiting every week to find out that so-and-so's been benched and so-and-so's been rotated. And I think Mark said it just a minute ago in terms of the value of these Man City defenders. And it's not like they are nailed on defenders that you're going to be getting every week. So at least, you know, they're getting the minutes. Like you're not at the moment getting the clean sheets every other week, let alone getting the minutes every week either. So it's really tough. I think Walker isn't a bad shout, but the problem is over these next up to game week 15, 
it's really tough looking mm. at those fixtures and thinking, where are those clean sheets coming from? You might expect a clean sheet this week, but who knows what team they put out. Then they've got Man United away, which may, maybe is not a clean sheet. <laughs> uh, then they've got Bournemouth, and you think, well, that's a, you know, that's a clean sheet. But then Chelsea away, Liverpool at home, Spurs at home, Villa away. They're, I mean, they're tough. You're not going to be looking at Man City players and thinking... I'm wanting a clean sheet from those. When you've got other players that are good, you know, owning an Arsenal defender in that run seems to be a better value for money, I would have said. So I think it's really tough going for them. I I think after game week 16, plugging in a Man City defender, knowing that they've got the double potentially in 20, Mm. could make sense if you can carry them over the blank in 18. But I think they're a tough buy now. Can I just say the number of times you said clean sheet in that little section? Yeah, I do. I do. Beautiful. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely loved it. Uh, It's strange what the difference is. I've got got to say, Azzy, it is strange because what we're 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 talking tonight about managers going about Haaland. We've just said Mm. that we're not going to get a city defender. I don't think any of their midfielders are shoe-ins, are they? Right? So Foden will score against us at the weekend. He always scores against us. I still don't. I mean, like. Why would you, if, if we're not trusting Alvarez, who's starting every game and taking every mm. set piece, then why would we go Foden, who's more expensive and playing in one of the midfields? No, you, you would, well, you wouldn't. Right. You wouldn't. I'm so just if, saying, if, if you want a one-week punt before you wildcard in game week 10. Yeah, maybe. But I, uh, feasibly now, teams teams wildcarding now won't have any City to play, players in them. And that is the, is the top defence. And probably, as we're about to see, the top attack as well. Uh, maybe Newcastle are a top attack. We'll see in a minute, I'm sure. Mm. But... That's crazy, isn't it? Would you believe that? You know, coming into game week 10 and none of us, re- we're all struggling to find a place for one single City player. No, I know. I and mean, it's not as if rotation's been, rotation at the back has been rife, but actually in, in attacking areas, it's been pretty, you know, not really much there. Is He hasn't had the options because of injuries. So it is yeah, odd, isn't it? It's it's, re- it's really odd because, I mean, they've lost Gundogan and Mares, who were two mm. players who we would consider if there were injuries and, and Gundogan was always a, a decent shout. But... Doku's a, a massive rotation risk with with Grealish around. Um, you know, uh, uh, what's his name has come in? Um, <laughs> help me out, Nunes. <laughs> what's his oh, yeah. name? That's the content they want. Nunes. Nunes has come in, but no one's considering him. Hit the likes and subscribe, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. You've, got, you've got to pick your moments to plug that. I took a punt on what's his name. Yeah, well, I'll, 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 I'll what's his face, yeah. No, Nunes isn't, isn't an option, is he? The, the only player really in the, mid, the midfield who... who could be an option for us. It is is Foden, I think. Mm. But like you say, yeah. we're not really sure what his role is. Um, so it's it's not really working. Um, anyway, we'll come to the attack in a bit. Can I um, can I just highlight Brighton in this table? Twelve. Uh, mm. Have you any comment on mm. that? I mean, obviously they're about to go to City. I want to ask you, who is going to play left back against City? Given that Lamptey and Stupin are. Oh, out? it'll be March again. It'll be it'll be, it'll be March at left back. He did all, he did all right to be fair against against Liverpool. I just think there was there was a bit of confusion when Salah was just unmarked in the box to, to score their first goal. Um, you know, the, it, it felt like they just, well, I, I don't think necessarily having Lamp to your rest opinion would have, would have helped with that because they're not always like that, that kind of switched on in that area. But I don't know, we're, we're definitely weak, weaker down, down that side without, without anyone mm-hmm. there. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be March again. I think the team will be, will be the same as it was, um, as it was against Liverpool. Very attacking. Um, we'll aim to press high and we'll concede goals. But we might yeah. score some. Should be a good yeah. game. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, looking at just some of the other, the other uh, teams that are doing well. So, I mean, the top four is, is Man City top, and then Arsenal, uh, 0.83. Then Chelsea, 0.93. They've also got a really rough game coming up. Mm. Uh, and then Newcastle in fourth. Botman, what do we think about how's sort of 
messaging there. Is, is he going to be all right? He's not I mean, back, is he? He's not back this week. Yeah. It's tough, isn't it? I mean, especially when you've got like Burn there as well. I suppose if, if you have Botman, what you'd start him because he's either going to start or he's not going to play at all, is he? But mm. yeah, because it's a nice fixture. That's the problem. I see my my thoughts on it are I've we see this we see this so much, don't we? We see a player who week after week, how's like, oh, he's he's recovering, he's doing all right, you know, and then week after week he doesn't play, his price goes down, yeah. you don't move for another defender and you're having to play Kabore every week or something like that. I think I'm gonna get rid of him. Yes, yeah. it's specific, I, mate. It's, yeah. it's, it's exactly the reason I sold him straight away. I've this season, one of the things that I said to myself is I'm not gonna fall for that, because it is really frustrating when you hear like Oh yeah, he's um, you know, he's he's back with us again, um, or he's back on the grass, or yeah, you know, and it's like all these kind of like steps that you hear in in the way that the managers speak, and I'm just had enough of it. Like it, it, I sold him to Burn straight away for a hit, and mm. and I just like because I wanted to lock in the value over the international break. I thought Botman would go down, Burn would go up, and I think I think that did happen, right? So. I just know, I knew that Bottom wouldn't be fit after the break. I just had that feeling. And I, I just hate that frustration when you go, I'm going to hold him. And you watch the price leak out of him. And then lo and behold, he doesn't play off. The Look at Reese James. Everyone was like, oh, he's going to be back after the break. I don't think he will be. No. I don't think he'll play against <coughs> Arsenal. And, you know, it, it's, I'm not saying Bottom's like in the Reese James category of injury prone, but a knee injury for a centre back. You know, that's he's a big, big unit as well, right? So mm. it's going to be more difficult to recover from, I would have thought. So I, yeah, I'm, I've decided this season not to tolerate it and just get him out. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's, there's some issues with um, Saliba as well, isn't there, Andy? Because Teta again is saying he's had a bit of a, a, an injury. This seems to have been going on for a bit of a, a while with him now. Yeah. Is that potentially going <clears throat> to be a problem? So important. I mean, Potentially. And, and the thing is, like I was just saying before, like Arsenal have quite some nice fixtures coming up for the next couple of weeks as well. And you're looking at which Arsenal defended again. It isn't actually a really, it's not an easy pick to choose who to go for. I've seen people go in Zinchenko. I think Ben White is actually probably mm. someone that's been overlooked quite a lot. He's done quite well this season already. Um, so it's really tough. Gabriel, I feel How like we still just a, when Ben White was, yeah. was priced at 5-5. Yeah, five, I just, I look at it and think, Gabriel, I still wouldn't trust, I don't think. I feel like any week they could go back to an old formation, all of a sudden he's not in the team anymore. So, I, yeah, it's a real tough one. Raya's probably going to end up in a few more teams than we were expecting, maybe. But yeah, I think Saliba will play, personally. I think he'll be okay, but it's still, there's still little question marks mm. over all of them, which I don't like. Yeah. Uh, looking at the other end of the table, Sheffield United right down the bottom. Surely good news for those keeping the faith with Fernandez and, and Rashford. New Hoyland owners, Delia, uh, in the chat. Hopefully, kept on onto Hoyland should be a should be a decent fixture uh, for them. Uh, finally, uh, Bournemouth uh, in nineteenth, West Ham, interestingly, in in eighteenth. Mm. Didn't realise if they have only kept kept one clean sheet this this season so far, and that was against Sheffield United. Conceded in every other game. It looks good for Villa with us all loading up on on their assets. Watkins, DRB. Should be back. He's had a bit of a break from from wasn't in the France squad. Um, cash uh, as well. Yeah, I think you know if you haven't got any Villa players with with two home games coming up against West Ham and Luton, now's probably the the time I think to to invest in some of those. Um, Liverpool are in tenth for those considering uh, Simicass. Um, they're below Everton, Nottingham Forest, um, but ahead of the likes of Manchester United, Brighton, Villa. We're going to talk about Simicass at length. I won't I won't spoil uh, that section. Uh, let's come over to the team data attack. Top of the pile, Newcastle. Having a good season. 
uh, top of the, the, the team day defense, uh, sorry, in the top four for team day defense, top of team day to attack as well. But I don't know. And you've got Gordon. You must be, you must be pretty excited to finally see you, man. <laughs> I actually am, yeah, because obviously <laughs> I brought him in on wild card and he was suspended that week. So he's kind of, he's playing for me now this week. I am quite excited to see how he's getting on or how he's going to do. Um, I mean, we watched what he's done so far and he's kind of becoming a little bit of a talisman for that team. And I love the fact that, you know, I've got him. He's so cheap. And it was obviously between him and Neto. And I think I much prefer, you look where Wolves are in this table, or are they 13th? I'd much rather have Gordon for Newcastle. My my only slight thing is that obviously they've got Europe as well. So it's just making sure that they're they're still going to do well in the, in the Prem. But I, I would much rather have Gordon for the top attacking team in the league mm. than Neto for the 13th top attacking team. So... Yeah, no, it feels all right at the moment. We'll see. We'll see what happens. There's, there's quite a few, isn't it? At the moment, isn't there, Mark? There's Palmer. There's Suchek. There's yeah. Gordon. There's Neto. Would you Would you put um, Gordon at the top of that bracket? Yeah, I think so. I think because of the reasons that that um, Andy mentions there, I think Europe is a bit of a concern. But I think they've got other options they can play out there and rotate. Anderson could play out there, for example. Um, yeah, I, and the fixtures are good for them as well. If you look at the run they've got, okay, Arsenal at home in eleven's tough. But other than that, they go to Bournemouth, Chelsea, United, Everton after that. And you'd think there's goals in those games for them. Um, I think they might test their defensive result. But I think going forward, they've been really impressive. And Gordon looks, he had a fantastic under-21 tournament, obviously. He's played a tournament there. That was the signpost for what was to come. The only reason we didn't look at him or Barnes because was the competition for the place. The minute Barnes got injured... Gordon was, you know, obviously mm. going to start with his first choice on that side and he's taken his opportunity and I think he's becoming really important to the way Newcastle play as well. His pace is such a threat. He's very direct. He's finished, he's, he's improving his end product as well, both in terms of finishing and supply. And he's got Isaac and Wilson to aim for in the middle for his, uh, for his crosses as well, who are good finishers. So what's not to like really with Gordon? I think if I, if I was downgrading Sterling and if I wasn't going to look up to either you know a Bowen I would be looking at Gordon mm. yeah uh, thanks to Nigel the Crab super chat usual contribution to the As Fund yeah stop giving us money Nigel Nigel stop it you, <laughs> you give us enough joining the uh, as, a, as a member get yourself a Lemsip uh, he likes he likes Neto reckons Neto's on for a mm. 13 pointer good fixture against Bournemouth this week yeah, yeah, I, I uh, got offered to go to that one as well, but I turned it down because I was worried it was going to be nil-nil and I was going to be sat in the rain the whole time. But, uh, <laughs> it could be a, it could be a big one. Bournemouth have to turn it around at some point, surely. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's going to... If that was on a, on a TV time, I think that one would definitely be the Garden Centre game Yeah, yeah. Uh, this week. It's probably 1-0 probably either way. Just in this data, it's worth pointing out, City aren't near the top, they're seventh, 1.71. That's below Villa, just above Chelsea, and they've had decent fixtures. You know, they you know their fixtures two point nine five on the ticker so far, are amongst the most favourable. Do you think that? Um, I'll ask you this, Andy. Do you think that that we mentioned this to Luke last week, and he, he didn't really say that the data on City has played into his decision making? But do you think it is for people? Do you think City haven't really caught the eye enough, and maybe people feeling they can move away from Haaland and they're a bit more relaxed about it because of that? It's funny, isn't it? Like, I do think there's a little bit of recency bias with it, with the fact that Haaland did so bad against Arsenal in terms of he didn't really get any chances at all. But you look at some of the games this season, there was, I can't remember which game it was, where he put up almost 3xG and also completely missed it. Was it West Ham? Yeah. And you just think the numbers are still there for him. He's, he's mm. not like, 
yes, maybe the team's maybe not getting as much as they were last year, but he's still getting the numbers. And you don't need him to get those numbers in every single game, but when he's going big, he's still going big. So I I don't think there's anything to worry about with Haaland. And like I said, I think a lot of people were maybe justified in that decision because of the Arsenal game. But I mean, you know, Brighton and Bournemouth, two of the next three, he's going yeah. to put up the numbers in those, you would have thought as well. Like Brighton in particular. Like I, If he got four goals against West Ham... I think people would be a lot less likely to sell him. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And you think, because he's 40 points, no, 30 points down on what he was last year at this point. Mm. But that is, like, like you said, that's just, that, that those goals he didn't score against West Ham, he'd be easily up there again. So it is scary going without him. Yeah, absolutely. We, we got some um, stats later on, has that I want to talk about recency bias, because it does. I think it does play into the hard mm. decision in another way, but we'll wait until we get to those stats to talk about that. Mm. Yeah. I just want to shout um, out to Kenneth M, another super chat from him. Thank you so much. Uh, getting, <laughs> really getting closer to a, to a night for a drink now. Uh, enjoy the contribution and keep up. But great yet fun content. How nice. <laughs> Thanks, Kenneth. I appreciate it's very, it. chill, it's very chill tonight, isn't it? It feels very it chill. Is, it's because I'm not pissed. <laughs> you got, you got <laughs> some, um, some fans in the chat though, Mark. Uh, Why? <laughs> Has sent it to me via WhatsApp and I haven't got WhatsApp open. Can you email the link to me, As so I can open it? Because no, I don't want to open WhatsApp. I don't, um, really? I'm going to have to... Yeah. I have got everything, an email Everything could go wrong if, as, I, if I try this. So you don't, you don't need to send a verified code I've got to email it to you. I've got to send it on Twitter to Andy because his wife's got the... Post. I'm going to be a bit annoyed if my wife gets your verification code as well, Mark. <laughs> oh, I'll be worried if she gets anything to do with my emails. That's oh, what yeah. This is taking a weird turn. Anyway... Just before we move off this table, by the way, it does really worry me that Spurs are in third and I'm potentially mm. going to be ditching two Spurs midfielders mm. in game yeah. of 10 to get, to get yeah. Arsenal and Brighton Because look at Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's exactly it. And I'm looking at it and thinking Spurs are showing us so far, and a small sample size, only nine weeks or whatever, but they're showing us they're one of the best attacking teams in the league and I'm thinking of getting rid of two of their players. Uh, or at least also, one. Also, if you look at the ticker and you go to next five games, they're top. Right, so they've yeah. also got good fixtures. They've got in the next five: Fulham, Palace, Chelsea, Wolves, Villa. Um, yeah, Villa at home. Villa aren't great away from home, so actually, you'd expect Spurs to score maybe a couple of goals in that game as well. So, um, what we're showing here is the sixth fixture, and obviously, the sixth fixture for Tottenham is Man City away, which is the hardest game you can possibly have. If you take game week fourteen off, that five: Fulham, Crystal Palace, Chelsea, Wolves, Villa rates the top. So, I, I, I'm. I'm not so sure about moving off Son to Saka. I'm not mm. so sure. Um, the minutes because, are a worry, um, aren't they? Well, um, shall I read you what Arteta said today? Um, basically, this is what intrigued me. He, he basically said, I'm sure he wants to play. I don't see any player that, that doesn't want to be in the starting eleven. He's been working so hard to be fit for this game. and Let's see where he's at today. He had a couple of days off. That was needed. He had rest, but unfortunately we had to rest him. But he needed treatment and training to be ready to be available in Chelsea. It's a bit where he says... There just seems to be doubt in some of those mm. words that Arteta's saying that we haven't heard before. I don't know whether he's preparing us for the fact he's not going to play or he's preparing us for the fact that actually my approach to Saka is going to change a bit. It's just something different the way he's talking. Like, is it, is, is maybe, it a hamstring maybe, injury, isn't it? Hamstring? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, you know, he says here a lot. I think we have to play him when we see he's in the right condition to play, mentally, physically. And if he's performing, I mean, surely his performances aren't in question. He's yeah, the best player. Arteta, everything Arteta says is nonsense. I, I was don't, about like, to say that, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing he says is useful at all in his press conferences. Right. 
you it, think you're just going to dismiss it? There's, we don't shouldn't. Well, really no, I, I don't. I don't think you can dismiss. Well, I think well, you can dismiss what he says. I think the the proof mm. will be in the pudding, so to speak. Because if uh, if Saka <laughs> if Saka's not in the squad again, then he's got a clear injury, and, and he and he could be out for a while. If he if he's back on the bench or in the team, then it is clearly not that that major. I think this is a this is a perfect week to hold. You're not going to be bringing in Saka for for Chelsea away. Um, if he's in the squad, he'll be in my team um, in game week ten, but. No way will he will he be in my team if he's not in the squad. I don't think because I just don't trust mm. Arteta. <laughs> I but just I'm, I just trust whether he, if he's plays or not. I'm going to come back to it again. That, the, the game week that we're picking Saka for is the Sheffield United at home, and they go to Seville in the Champions League three days before. And if there is any doubt about Saka's fitness, if there's exactly. any chance that Arteta is managing him, do you not think there's a chance he won't play at home to Sheffield United? The I worst think if, I still maintain margin. that if Saka's fit, he will play Sheffield United. Whatever, really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. No, that's, that's, I, just, that's just what I think because I think we've seen it in the past. If, he, if he's 100%, a rest, he hasn't had if he's 100% fit, yes. If, he's, if there's any thought that he's got an injury and Arteta suddenly has to be more considerate with his minutes, then that changes everything, doesn't it? Well, I think Saka's needed a rest before in the 87 consecutive games. So you don't think anything has changed then? No, I I don't think it has. I think think it's a different scenario. I I do think it's a different scenario. I completely agree with Az in terms of he literally plays him every single game, but he hasn't really had an injury before like he's had this time. And I think that's the difference. I think because he's got that slight injury, I don't think he's then going to risk him. But the next game after Sheffield United is Newcastle away, which Mm, is a severe test, right? So... There's every chance that he'll look at that Sheffield United game and go, you know what? We can beat Sheffield United at home without Saka. He's just played in Seville. We've just flown back. I need him 100% for Newcastle. I don't think I'll start him against Sheffield United. You don't think there's no chance of that at all? Well, obviously there is a chance. I'm, I'm just saying right. that I think if... if, if I think if Saka, if, Saka, for him if Saka starts against Chelsea, I think he starts against Sheffield United. That's, that's, that's what I think. I don't think we can be certain. I don't think... I don't... We'll see. Let's see how mm. Seville goes. Yeah, if he plays the full game in Seville, I think that we could be losing Son for Crystal Palace away, which isn't an easy <coughs> game, admittedly, but losing Son and all the value that we've built up in Son to get Saka in a game where I'm not absolutely certain sitting in how he starts. Or would you, would you move to Martinelli then? That's what Jack Flash Poet's asking. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, but... I, I guess we're presuming they're going to absolutely destroy Sheffield United and get four or five goals. Mm. Well... The, the biggest issue is the fact that, like you said, in game week 11, they got Newcastle away. Yeah. I'm not expecting yeah. anything in that game. So if they do nothing, or if he doesn't even yeah, play exactly. in game week 10, what are you doing in game week 11? Because obviously Spurs have Chelsea at home. I'm expecting them to score against Chelsea at home. So I think that's tough, personally. Mm. But then from I, game I, week 12 I, onwards, when we know a bit more about Saka, that could be quite nice. So they've got Burton, you know, they've got a nice four, four fixtures then. But mm. yeah. I, I, I just think sitting here now, I, I'm not confident that I'll have the the confidence to go ahead and sell Sun for Xhaka. Now, we might, after we see him this weekend, after we see him against Seville, and and then there's no doubt that he's super fit and there's no concern, then maybe we change. But right here now, looking at what Arteta's just said, I'm like, hmm, I'm not sure I'm going to nail in that transfer and go, I'm definitely selling Son for Saka at the moment. Mm. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, no, interesting. Well, I think there's, there's, there's lots of different ways you, you can go. I think the, like we said, we, we've got the Chelsea game to kind of assess and, and see what happens in that. Um, if there is doubt around Saka, then, then yeah, I think it, it becomes a much harder, a much harder sell. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't love the fixtures for, for Spurs over the, over the next, over the next kind of four, four or five after this game. So I'll, I'll, def, I'll probably be selling one 
Um, and it'll either be Martinelli or, or Saka that, that comes I, I think they're pretty fixture-proof. I don't think they're going to not score against many teams this year, the way they're playing. Um, so I, I I look at them, they're top of the ticker of the next five. Okay, maybe the ticker's incorrect on Palace away, but I think they score goals against Chelsea, Wolves and that Villa at home myself. So I don't I don't think it's a given that Son doesn't outscore Saka. I know Saka's got better fixtures, but I don't think it's mm. a given, given that Son's down the middle and taking pens and Saka's not down the middle and sharing pens. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, fair enough. You're quite quiet tonight, Mark. Like, as in, volume-wise. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'll raise myself. A few people so saying you're uh, softly <laughs> spoken. You are normally quite softly spoken. Um, there we go. Yeah. Oh, there we go. A little bit more volume. <laughs> uh, uh, FPLD, uh, thanks for the Super Chat. Arsenal's game after Chevy United is West Ham uh, in the cup. So it's not the Seville game. Uh, oh, is it not? Am I completely wrong? I've said this before. <laughs> well, FBLD's paid one ninety nine uh, to tell you yeah, this. Well, fair enough. <laughs> so when, when do they play Seville then? Is it before Newcastle? Yeah, FBLD, if you could send us another one ninety nine yeah, and then, tell us. Okay. So <laughs> they, they, they obviously play Seville before Newcastle, which is even more of a concern. I mean, yeah. Is he going to play Seville and Newcastle? So he could still be rested for Sheffield United because... They've got... They, no, no, they've got Seville before Sheffield United. Yeah, there you go. That's what I said. Yeah. So he's wrong. Yeah. FPLD... Take your one ninety nine back. Thank you. <laughs> Don't come yeah, with the Godfather. West, they got they got West Ham after Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that you've got good European knowledge there, Mark. Since you couldn't do oh, anything for- on Tic Tac Toe. Very good. Very thank good you. indeed. Thank yeah. you. I did doubt myself though. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent. Um, oh, there's a question about the diff column. Um, you know, this, this is something you calculate. That's difficulty. It, Mark? Yeah, there's yeah. difficulty based the on they've had. The, the, so the difficulty of the fixtures they've had to this point. So in other words, Everton have had easier fixtures than the three teams mm. above them. There you go. I've done FPLD dirty. He said Arsenal's game after Sheffield United yeah, yeah. is West Ham. So yeah, it's Sevilla, Sheffield United, West I Ham. Don't, I don't doubt he's not going to play the, Sheffield, the, West, the West Ham in the Cup. I don't think he'll play him in that game. He doesn't have to play his first strength team against in the Carabao mm. Cup, does he? But... Well, no, I, 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 I said he was a contradiction. He wasn't at all. Um, okay. So the, the 199 was, was well spent. Thank you, FPLD. Yeah. <laughs> Good information. Uh, right, let's take a look at some players. I mean, keepers, um, every week I try and think of a new excuse as to why we should show keepers. Um, there is a potential one this week because there are some rumours, and it, I mean, Mark, you're probably best placed to, to tell us oh. three of us. There are some rumours that it's swim time in Nottingham at the moment. And the game against Luton isn't going to go ahead, which for Turner owners across the world is about the worst thing um, that can happen. Uh, but if it doesn't go ahead, we might need a new keeper. I've got, I, I've got <laughs> ITKs. I've got ITKs. And um, put it this way, I'm going to be buying my train ticket tonight. So okay. there, you go. there you go. I haven't bought my train ticket yet. But from what I've been told, we're confident that it's on. So okay. I don't I don't think we need to be worried. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and Turner Turner starts presumably. He's done, he's yeah. Done Turner, Turner Turner starts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think he's um he's got through that bad game and managed to start a Palace. So I think he starts this one. Yeah. All um, good. Super super chat by the way. Have you seen the super chat from Todd? From Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Um, I, was, I appreciate your work. Love, yeah. No. Perfect. Thank you, Todd. As, 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 as are you talking to an Andy one. there? Or it's an orange one, Mark. That's a big big money. Oh my word. That's big money. Yeah, just, thank you very much. Just on, on the same kind of uh, line as Todd, by the way, 
What a massive thing that happened this week where someone used our uh, late tackle clip in the assembly. Oh, oh. my God, Mr. Bottry. Wait yeah. until yeah. I wasn't on. Oh, that was incredible. <laughs> and uh, I, I reached out to him as well. And um, and we're going to get him on the show, aren't we, As We're going we're gonna to do a little interview with him. Mm. He is a big fan of the show. He is big the headmaster. I, pres- I presume he's the... He's the I uh, think you two should do it because he's used your clip yeah, and, Mr. and, yeah. and he's a teacher, obviously. So Yeah, well, he, nice. Mr. Botwee, I think he is the headmaster of that school. He said, call him Manny. Um, and he's a... He's a <laughs> so shout out if you're watching, Manny. Thank you for the kind words you sent in your DM. Experts, and, um, he called yeah. you both. Yeah. 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 Well, Cle- clearly hasn't watched the late tackle before. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, it was so good though, wasn't it, to see FBL being used in in schools like that? You know, the, yeah, these te- the, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, get 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 with the program, Andy. Come on, roll it out. Yeah. To your, uh... I didn't. I don't know why he didn't pick as though, considering he said pick what's his name tonight. So I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I know. Real expert. Yeah. He's not coming across like a uh, an expert. I, I have to say, Andy, g- genuinely, one of the things I look forward to most at the start of the season is your thread on when you talk to the kids about about FBL oh, yeah. at your school. I love it so much. <laughs> so good. From the mouths of babes, mate. Yeah. Uh, Justin Seaman, if the trains are running, good point. I love this comment as well from I'm 1974. By train, do you mean canoe? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, I better check, hadn't I? Yeah. Excellent. And Reeves says, worried. when are the experts coming? Yeah, they Rapt- ain't. <laughs> Raptor is two minutes from the city ground. Here we go. Look, Raptor's even closer. He's ITK better than any of us. Yeah. And he's, there you go. Rain has stopped. The Trent is very, very close to fudding. Should be fine in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> Raptor, can I can I DM you in the morning and see what you say before I set off? But yeah. Wow. Okay. I saw the trend and thought of Alexander Arnold and I was like, what? Why is he why is he flooding? That's how yeah. much this game's have you seen that that player? I, I don't know if it was a joke, but he's mm. called Trent Kane. Yeah, I saw something. That. Was that was that a joke or was that actually a player? No, called? it was all three of the no, or was uh, yeah, because they took the mickey, didn't they, saying it was a footy man regen in real life, whatever yeah. it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, Tr- I'm not Trent sure, Walker I don't know. Kane or something. It was yeah. Trent Kane Dirty, that was it. There it is, focals <laughs> in the chat. Is, was, is that a real player? Because <laughs> <laughs> that is... Yeah. We really don't want to talk about goalkeepers, do we? <clears throat> no. Doing everything no. we can. One, one word from both of you, right? If, mm. if, if, there's a, if the heavens open tonight and the game's off and you've got to move for a goalkeeper... It can't be Ariola. Who'd you get, okay. Mark? Well, it depends if you've got money, doesn't it? Because Raya's probably the best choice if you've got money. Um, if not, if oh, God, if you've got a, you've got to go up to four or five, haven't you? Really, to go anywhere decent. I'm going to say Pickford. Pickford. <laughs> four, oh. four. Oh. Like Andy's I talking mean, about getting Onana. <laughs> is he? No, no I he's am not. Not you. No, sorry, sorry the, the real, like, the real Andy. Uh, let's. I talk. mean. Look at looking at the fixtures. Let's get the ticker up again. I've I've closed the ticker now. I don't know where it is. Right. Okay. Looking at the fixtures, we go. Yeah, it's. It's not one word. No, it's this is it's not it's, it's not an easy decision, is it? Because Ariola is by far the best option given the West Ham fixtures and his price. Mm. Um. So why why would you even look beyond him? I mm. mean, I've I've got him in to play him every week now. I think. But even for if a one-week punt, it's hard to find a decent one this week. Well, you don't go a keeper in a one-week punt, you? do if do you're wild really? game week 10. Neto, I guess. Yeah. Wolves and Burnley is yeah. where you go, probably. I think I'd go Johnston, personally. But it's not nice for this one week, but then the fixtures are quite nice. This <laughs> is in Johnston. the chat. 
Anon, yeah. trying to justify the Onana pick. Onana would only be one week only with 5.1 million to spend. It's a star-studded chat, isn't it? We've got Focal, Raptor and uh, and <laughs> Slippers in. We've got, you know, the, all, all the big, the heavy hitter uh, content creators are in the house. Sorry, Andy, you're, 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 the, real, you're the real Andy. That's no, it's mean. fine. Literally, my confidence You look quite shot. hurt, I feel quite bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't compete with Andy. <laughs> um, who would you pick, Andy, out of goalkeepers? One word. Yeah, Johnston. I think Johnston. I'd go Johnston. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I just didn't have the money to pick him last week, otherwise I would have had him. Um but yeah, I think Johnston's a good pick. And um what's his name? Uh Henderson's gonna be out for a little what's while. His anyway, so what's his name? Oh, welcome to my oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, mate. Contagious. <laughs> Been waiting for that. Waiting for that all night. Oh. Um, I'd go Raya. There you go. Yeah. Say no more. Uh Defenders. Um, let's talk about some of these. I mean, there's a, we, I think we should just go straight in to, to the man of the moment. Uh, Hold yeah. on, I want to talk about Murillo. You give me a chance. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he was, who was going to say, Mark? <laughs> no, man of the moment. I, well, who's that? Sorry. Murillo. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's looking something he special. He looks good, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I don't know if we'll get clean sheets because we don't look... Well, defensively, we've had really tough fixtures. Defensively, we're looking at... We're mid-table in the XG non-penalty, aren't we, conceded? with the toughest fixtures and we've got a better run but a 4-5 defender I don't yeah because of the value elsewhere you're not going Murillo mm. yet but he's clearly got some attacking return potential in him um, yep. that run was ridiculous <laughs> so let's see what he let's see what he does I'll, I'll, I'll see him close up tomorrow and see what I think of him then so. yep and the you and I Trippiellus I know it's not fun is it yeah you we've got Bur- you, you've got Burn as well no mm. well have you not who have you got I've you got I got... <laughs> no, I, I feel happy having Burn. I feel like I, if there's any clean sheet this week that looks most nailed on, it's that Newcastle one, to be perfectly honest. Yep. Mm. And I'm so I'm happy having Burn. But I mean, me and you have gone for Trippier in the uh, in Greyheads. Strictly, he's getting nine. He's getting nine yeah, at least. Exactly. So we're kind of hedging our bets a little bit, aren't we? And hoping at least he can get us some joy there. If it's we, it's if getting we to that point, isn't it, already where you see a Newcastle clean sheet and it's just a given he's got three oh, bones. I hate it. It's so yeah. horrible. And I'm still it's, not moving for him. I, I like, it's so obvious this week. But and you know, that's without, so that's without an attacking yeah. return as well. Um, he, he costs like, what, what, 8% of our budget or something like that? Is he 6'9 six, six, now, is he? He's 6'9, yeah. yeah. Oh, that is a yeah. lot of money. That is a lot mm. of money. But he's, justifying it like he's he's so good and yeah I think he's going to keep punishing us um, as we go but maybe we have the answer <laughs> to our problems Andy there is a new Boom. defender the super the super Greek uh, Simakas uh, here he is this is uh, basically I was looking for some analysis all, all kind of week for um, basically when, when Robertson doesn't play does Simakas always start and at FPL underscore uh, run farm, P-H-A-R-M. It's FBL pharmacist, that is. Yeah. Huh? That's, that's, that's his name, although oh, that's okay. his that's tag. That's his tag. Okay, fine. Yeah. 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 Um, has done it for us, uh, mm. which is, happens so often for us, doesn't it, Mark, <laughs> on this show? People doing it's, a- it's very, very convenient how much I can pilfer from the community. <laughs> it is, yeah. uh, there is so much stuff. There is so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, thank you, FBL pharmacist, for putting this together. I think Luke said last week that he felt that Simicast played every game that well he's there's, um, there's been 18 games that Robertson hasn't played um, and in all 18 games Simicast has started mm. um, he hasn't always finished the games um, in fact when Robertson's been kind of rested um, he's come on uh, for for Simicast 
Uh, he's gone off at half time once, Robertson. He's gone off at 59 minutes twice, <laughs> Simakas as well, which obviously wouldn't be um, ideal. Um, but generally speaking, when Robertson's out, um, Simakas uh, does play. Uh, I'm tempted. Really Look tempted. Look at this is what's interesting. Look at the data. Um, nine starts in 22 23. Um, and he created 18 chances in those nine starts. So 2.1 chance created per 90. Season before that, 21-22, nine starts again, created 25 chances. So that's 2.57 chances per game. Open play crosses, it's almost seven per game, 21 point in 21-22, and it's five per game last last season. Um XGR on penalty 0.23, 0.28. If you go back to defenders this season, that would put him in the top 10. Mm. That would put him in the top 10 currently, I think. 0.28, yeah. Yep. So he'd be, he'd be in the top 10 based on the two seasons previous where he played nine starts. So we've got to expect that over this period, if he does start for Robertson, he's going to be in the top 10 defenders for XGI non-penalty. Yeah, right. I mean that... And he's 4-4 four, four, and... That- yeah. That all sounds great, but the, the chat is going mad. Uh, we've got uh, Raptor here um, saying one of the... Oops, I've messed that one up. Hang on. Sorry, Raptor. Let's put you a bit higher. Give Raptor more priority. I can't. There we go. There uh, go. Completely different system. Um, obviously, Trent inverting yeah. as well. Some rumours that, the, uh, you know... One That's of the, rumors, the unknown, isn't it? Yeah, the unknown is could Gomez come in? Um, they've got other options there. I mean, I saw Klopp's press conference, and I think in terms of being... Reassured. I was pretty reassured by it. Yeah. He 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 said basically Simbacas is the first, the most experienced. Basically said he's the first choice um replacement. We've got other options because Simbacas can't play every game. That's what yeah. he said. Simbacas yeah. starts, yeah. like guaranteed. Well, I, I think I, he starts every every Premier League game personally. I, I think we've got the beauty of sitting and waiting what happens this week and then yeah. we can move, can't we? He's not going to go up in price tonight. Well, I, I haven't got the beauty because I need to get rid of Botman or I need to get rid of a defender. I need to make a defensive move this week. Oh, do you? Mm. So you're thinking of gambling, are you? Well, I'm it's, Sim- it's Simacas or Gabriel for me. I Gabriel seems the it. safer option and a good option, but Simacas is fun. <laughs> I, th- I think Simacas is worth it. Those four fixtures as well in the next four, like Everton at home, Forest at home, Luton away, Brentford at home. Even if he only starts three of those, like I, I think that's worth. Well, then it. he's, he's got such Fulham a and Sheffield United. Well. Fulham, Sheffield yeah. United. After that, I know Man City away in there, but I so genuinely, I, I think he's worth it. Yeah. The issue, the, issue, the other issue so, is huh? Liverpool are tenth in the defensive data. I know they've had hard fixtures, but the clean sheets have not been coming. So is he going to be reliant on attacking returns? Can we rely on him for attacking returns? Maybe well, we can. Okay. He, he got he got four assists in nine starts last season. Mm. That's pretty good. Yeah, and, and what I feel for is the people who played the wild card and, go and went Trent and went, well, I'm going to go Trent because I need to spend the money. And then what, a week later, I'm not saying Simicass is in the Trent level, but he's a lot, lot cheaper. And four assists in nine starts suggest that he has got some chops in him in terms of attacking returns. So, you know, I don't think I would have gone Trent in the wild card if I played it. If I played it now, well, that that is that is. I think it's a bit of a blow for people who wildcarded yeah. about Haaland because I think a lot of people did it to, yeah. to take yeah. a punt on Trent, and now we've yeah. suddenly yeah, yeah. got this option in in Simicas who yeah. is arguably who, just as who good. Could, who could be? A, 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 he's a low rent version of Trent, but I, how about by I how much? Say, I'm not sure. Just as good. I'm not sure. Just as no, good. No, no, no. But, but the, by how much? What's the difference? The price difference is obviously massive. There, isn't it? Yeah. In the role and, that Trent is playing at the moment, I don't mm. think there's much in it between them. Genuinely, because Simicast takes corners and set pieces as well. 
It helps that Robertson's out for quite a while as yeah. well. Doesn't it sound like it's going to be like seven weeks or something? It it's sounds months, like he's yeah, going to be months. out for. But it, it months, does all yeah. depend on what, tra- what Raptor said earlier, right? I think we need this game just to be sure, just to see what system he plays. He might change his system up. Yeah. But we saw over the international break, you see that cross that he provided for the goal? Mm. Yeah, I forget it was against Ireland. It was an incredible first time cross. Well, what first time, but it was an incredible outswinging cross, which was converted. And so he's got it in him. And he's aiming at mm. some, you know, decent yeah. attackers. So, yeah. Don't, don't get us I wrong, Martin Sutcliffe. I'm not saying ability-wise, Simagas is close to Trent. I still think no, Trent is, no is you know, that. a world-class fullback. But in terms but of FPL returns... the price. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, literally almost half the price. Yeah. Um, Mr. Botway was in the chat, by the way. Is he? Is Manny there? Saying hello. He said hello, yeah. Oh, look at that. Where's Mr. Botway? That's Nigel oh, the Crab. Uh, giving hello, us hello, <laughs> hello Radio, was it? I don't Something know. Like that. I need called. to find him. Oh, there he is. Mr. Botway. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Or it's someone is. pretending to be Mr. Botway, but yeah, could either be, way. Could be, but yeah. I'd like to think that it's not. So, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hopefully school went well for you last week, Mr. Botway. I'm, so, I'm my favourite now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so are we Are we all saying Simicast yes then? I am, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's it it's making me rethink my... Transfer strategy. I was going to go Sterling to Bowen with my next transfer, but I think I will be going Gusto to uh, to Simicat. Yeah, I like to that give too. me. It gives me gives me the rotation with Burn. It means I don't have to play Burn and Trippier every game, and and Liverpool Newcastle rotate really really mm. well defensively. So, I think that's what I'm going to do and keep Sterling probably. Yep. Um, one of uh, two other players I want to mention on the defenders. Our Destiny uh, Adogi in, in 50th, mm. um, X Sharp in 90th, 0.12. Um, and Pedro Porro, he's in 14th, 0.22. I mean, it's not a huge amount in it between them. There's a lot of places, but it's only 0.1 um, in terms of X Sharp on Penny, but 90. But Porro is looking the better pick, isn't he? And did you go with Porro in the end on the wildcard? I did, yeah. yeah. We've, um, Mark and I spoke about this uh, before I nailed the wildcard. I can't remember what when it was, but, and we were, we were discussing the difference between the two of them. And if you look at the heat maps, they're both getting forward mm. a ridiculous amount and they both look like wingers. But the biggest thing is, but every time a doggy gets, gets up, he just doesn't look like he's got that composure and those decision-making skills to make the right decision when he gets up there. Whereas Poro, just every time he gets up, looks like he's making the right decision. And I think it was against Liverpool when he just put that nice little cross and obviously, um, who was it that uh, got the own goal in the last minute? What's his name? Oh, I can't do it now. It's oh, literally the experts. in my head. It's, oh, Mr. It's like Botway, this is who you said. <laughs> this is we who you showed to your class. class. <laughs> Honestly, Assembly next week will go, yeah, don't listen to what I said last week. Jeff. It was Joel Matip, Andy. Matip, that's it. I always want to say Canate. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it, it just looks like Porro's the one that's going to be making all those right decisions. It's like Trippier, when he gets forward you know he's going to be putting in those those crosses that are going to be hitting the man. And obviously it seems like the same with Porro. A doggy was great because there was a, obviously a 0.5 price difference between them, whereas now it's only 0.1, 0.2. So I think if you have that extra 0.1, 0.2, you go for Porro over No, it's, over it's, it's, quite, it's quite a bit now. It's point, um, oh no, it's point two. sorry. I thought Porro had gone up to, to more. No, Porro's 5.1, yeah. So now now it's, it's just point two between them. It was quite mm. a lot, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Point four at yeah. one point. I'm yeah. I'm trying to crowbar in how much is a doggy in the window, but I just can't do it. There must be a way of doing it. But He's a 4.9. You've done it, Mark. You've done it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's take a look at midfield. Uh, lots of players on here. 
midfield is is a is a bit of a minefield uh, at the moment. Um, Salah's up to second, 0.74. Great stats. Shot per 90, top 10. Shots in the box per 90 um, in the top 10 um, as well. Points per 90, 7.8. I think that's kind of the joint high, so kind of the regular um, players as well. Although uh, Huang, going under the radar, so everyone going for Neto. Old Huang, 8.3 points per 90. Not bad, is it? Uh, someone's looking for something a little bit different. Um, but yeah, Salah's looking great. Obviously, Son and Madison, uh, fifth and sixth. Um, 0.7 and non XG. I mean, these are these are just like really, really high numbers. Uh, Wall Prowse and Bowen, neck and neck, 0.55 and 0.54. Mark, listen to you on late tackle. You're you still going for Bowen? Sterling to Bowen, well, that was the move, wasn't it? I, yeah, it was going to be this week, but I don't need to because Bowen's not going to go up. Um, I was going to do it just to try and keep up with the prices, but I don't need to know. I can make a decision after the game week deadline. Um, I think Simicass and Bowen could be going up Saturday night, so I'd have to, probably have to make an early transfer, which people will go, don't, why are you making it? It's crazy. Well, I'm going to just stick to the policy. I'm just going to keep going, <laughs> keep driving that value. Um, I probably will go Simicass though and keep keep Sterling and then rather go Sterling to Bowen, I'll probably downgrade Sterling to, you know, six, five midfielders, maybe go Matoma because Matoma has got good fixtures too. Um, so I'll keep Sterling for this week and Brentford at home and then probably go Sterling down to Matoma after that and then okay. have the Simicast option. So I love Bowen though. I really like it. But when we looked at the attacking data for West Ham, it wasn't spectacular. Um, and so I'm waiting for Bowen to move up front though. Do you think that's going to happen, Maz? Do you think he's going to be centre forward soon? Yeah, I listened I listen to you both talk about it. I thought there's 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 a, there's a good case both sides. I think Andy made the point that um, Moyes likes a physical striker, right? A, a big physical presence up top, which obviously Bowen isn't. Um, but then <clears throat> Mark, you mentioned that he's played striker at, at Hull, for example, and, and, and can do that role. So it'd be a bit of a change in, in kind of what they're used to, but they've struggled so much with strikers over the years, haven't they? Um, is that, is Antonio like their all time Premier League goal scorer or something? Is that, is that right? I'm not absolutely certain, but I'm sure there's a hammer. He, 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 he must be, he must be up, he must be up there, but, mm-hmm. and, and then they've got that record, haven't they? Of new signing, new strikers that have signed. None of them can get over 10 goals in a season. Yeah. So, it's clearly something they've struggled with and, you know, Chelsea have got similar problems and sometimes actually moving things around and, and like they did with Arnautovic um, can work really well. So I think though, and I hate to say it twice in one speech, but I kind of agree with Andy. I don't necessarily think that moving Bowen to striker makes him a much better option. I like him off the right. And look at Rashford when he plays up front for Man U. He's not a better option um, for our teams because he's, he's, he, they've got a bit more license to roam a bit more rather than having to be kind of the centre point and hold things up. So, I don't know. I've got Wall Prowse. I'm not massively mm. happy with him. Um, I, I, I do kind of wish I'd gone for Bowen, but yeah. I don't think I'm desperate to make the switch. I, 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 I still do, think, I think he's I need a, good to see a bit of Yeah, he definitely is. The fixtures are good, aren't they? Mm, but yeah. I want to see a bit he's a good more pick, West Ham. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think um, it's just it, a shame that I've... Yeah, I do. Yeah, so I went for my wild card. I, I think... I went for him just knowing that I wanted him from 10 onwards because their their five fixtures mm. from then like just look really nice. Obviously, I'm I'm expecting two blanks from that. That was the only thing I'll say is that obviously getting him in, I wasn't expecting a lot in the two fixtures I had. But I do I, I preferred him over Ward's Prowse. Like I, I looked at it quite a few times and thought, do I go Ward Prowse for the money saving? But it was just Bowen's the one I wanted. I've owned yeah. Ward Prowse so many times and it just it never goes the way I want it to. <laughs> Until I sell him and then he scores two free kicks. Well, I got him week. in and now he's in a deeper role. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, whereas Bowen, I don't think that could ever really happen. No. I feel like, like you said, he's, he's either could go further forward or he's always going to be running down that wing. So, 
And he does get in the box so much too, mm. um, which is why I love him. And the minutes are always there for him. The, um, and obviously, like I said, fixtures from game week 10 are lovely. I will say as well, I was just going to mention on this table, we've mentioned there about a few alternatives for Arsenal mids. Saka in third. There are no other Arsenal mids near him. No. Look, look at where Martinelli and Odegaard are. 58, yeah, 58 and 69. 69. Like, it, it, it was almost like Saka or nothing, isn't it? If you're going the to go for massive. Arsenal mids. I mean, I made this yeah. point last weekend, didn't I, to Luke and said that, you know, one of the things that in the past with, with captain in Saka is the fact that Arsenal have got other sources of goals where if you, you, you always feel that Salah and Haaland are the more dominant than Saka is mm-hmm. for Arsenal. And lo and behold, if you look at review, Odegaard is actually expected to get more points than, than Saka over the oh, next yeah. five or six games. So the models definitely reflect what I said there. But this, the reality of recent data doesn't reflect that. Obviously, the models need time to kind of, they need more data than, than what we've seen this season. They need more than eight game weeks. That's why review shows that it's still a bit of a bunch up between Martinelli, Saka and Odegaard. But this data says completely the opposite. It says yeah. otherwise, doesn't it? Yeah. And he's gone. He's just yeah. livid, livid with, with, with that, that news. He's, he's, still, he's still there, <laughs> back Andy. To, back to a two-man show. It's the, Yo, it's the Yeovil internet strike. And again, he's back. There we go. There he goes. Can um, we hear you? You say something, Andy? Hello? Hello? No, Andy? We might have lost his sound. We'll carry oh, on no. until, we, until he pipes up again. I'm he's sure going to leave the room sure and come back with a sure box of Kleenex or something, isn't he? <laughs> 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 I hope not. Uh, Greg Frost, 1.7k watching, um, 300 likes. Yeah, wow, do, do that's amazing. Like. Come on, I, I, we've got to have at least half the amount of people watching a uh, like in the stream. So do give us a like. Uh, the chat is disabled for anyone who hasn't subscribed as well. So if you do oh, want to get involved in the chat. You're such a cruel taskmaster. Absolutely, oh, absolutely. Trickster. <laughs> uh, do, uh, do subscribe to the channel and, uh, well, you can get involved in the chat or not. We'd just like you to subscribe. Um, as well. Around 60% of people who watch Black Box aren't subscribed, Mark. That's a crime. Absolute crime. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it just? Uh, there you go. No, that's great. Yeah, Andy's, Andy's back. back. Yeah, there, yeah, Andy, there you go. We filled in for you, Andy. Good. Oh, Thank you. great comment from Vindy. Andy's missus has revoked his permission slip. <laughs> Love oh. oh, by the way, I think that's Vindy, by the way. When I did the Prasmaster, he sent me, he had to go out. Well, he said he would go out and take a picture. He lives in Falkirk and he took a picture of uh, my name on a piece of paper with those amazing horse heads in the background. Wow. You see those in Scotland. Absolutely amazing bloke. Thank you so much for doing that. To do that just because some guy on the internet said, could you go and Did do this Did you see Prasmaster, Mark? Lovely yeah, bloke. I thought that was brilliant. I mean, it, it was in stark contrast to the other activity that was done over the internet. Absolutely. Right, wasn't it? I know. It was, uh, very wholesome. And I was, yeah, I was amused by some of the things. It is great, isn't it? When you see the the community, that call to action that everyone was making and people were doing it. And someone, I, I couldn't figure out what was going on. So why are all these photos appearing on my timeline? And then, <laughs> then I traced it back to Prasmaster. Very good. Loved it. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, one other player on this list before we move, move over that someone has mentioned uh, is, I mean, I'm hoping and praying that DRB can keep pace with, with Watkins. Mm. Not great reading when you see him down in 44th. Uh, of midfielders with an XGR on penny per 90 of 0.38. Are you you floundering a bit on him, Mark? Because you Uh, were very hot on him starting the season. Yeah, I don't don't think that I'd move off him (coughs) to... You'd have to go down to like a a Gibbs-White or Lombumo or or maybe a Gordon. Um, It's there, but the fixtures are so good. And when I've watched him... I just don't think the ball has fallen for him yet. And and he's he's had a, a couple of very unfortunate... Incidents, yeah, the goal disallowed that was only just offside, and obviously that would have been bonus points as well, probably. 
fixtures are too good. If you look at West Ham, Luton, Forest, Fulham, uh, and then yeah, then they go to Spurs, but then they got Bournemouth after that. So the next the next six are too good. I'm going to hold him, and I expect him to work his way up this table. I, I think we knew that he was going to outperform his xG. We'd seen that in Germany, so I expected that. But I did expect him to be in the top thirty. Yeah, mm. I'm a bit surprised. Yeah, uh, not much in it between the kind of the, the mid to around the five million mark. Uh, Gordon 0.48. I mean that's that's pretty good, but he, he does love a yellow card. That's why he was uh, banned. Yeah. Uh, Palmer in 32nd, same as Gordon, but has... Um, actually, the, the Gordon, Palmer and Suchek all have the same. 0.48. Palmer's got the uh, the penalties, but tough fixtures. Suchek's got great fixtures coming up, but we're not sure of his role. Uh, then Gordon's playing in the best attacking side. So you can kind of pick your poison, really, with with those three. Mm. Gibbs White as well in 54th um, with, with Luton yeah, at home. Yeah, a, a popular punt, isn't he, this mm. week? Um, some movement his way. Obviously, the fixtures on his side, and he's on pens. That's what he's got. He's like Palmer, he's on pens. So... Yeah, I'm I'm not going there yet. I want to see... I mean, Forest are Forest 2.0. We're starting to play a bit more football. I think Cooper wants more goals, so I'll see how it goes tomorrow. And mm. then, um, I'm, I'm, It's never say never, but yeah, like it. I really asked why there are 41 players on the list, but it goes up to 69. It's because we always do the top 30, and then if there's other players we want to bring in, you know, to show where they are in the table, because mm. otherwise people are like, where's Odegaard? Where's Martinelli? Then we kind of show mm. those um, as well. Uh, Garrick says best Brighton asset do you know who I really like who isn't even on this table I don't think um, can I guess go on. is it a drinker it is a drinker yeah I knew he's yes. a drinker yeah. love him god just so boring us. <laughs> is that boring I mean you were just listening to me on the FPL pod the other day weren't you that's what it was oh was. that's what it was yeah. <laughs> right, right after I listened to Mark they're still on getting you on that are they that's yeah they are they? yep, oh, yep. Dear, Kelly always sets me up though she's always like oh um she she always says, "Oh, uh, we don't worry. We've got in like the you know one of the big brains of FPL or one of the experts coming in. How's your season going, guys? I'm like, yeah, I'm three million, Kelly. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. Uh, <laughs> uh, she wants to get the real experts on, don't she? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh, what's, oh, what's his name? Uh, we'll have a chat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he'll put in a good word for us. It's a dingra, by the way, not a a, ding, a dringer. A dingra. Pronounce it." Yeah. He's honestly though he's five million and I think he's now down the, the right wing. Is he? Is he nailed it down? Uh, only surely only while March is playing out of position. No, he's ahead. Of, he's 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 ahead of March. He's mm. ahead of March. I don't mm. think I don't think March has got back into Zerbi's good books after the um, FA Cup final miss because after mm, that really after that penalty miss he his head had, just hasn't looked right and, and Zerbi said a few times um, about him kind of bounce back. Didn't start the season as well. Didn't feature much in pre season. Um, and I think Adingra is a better player than March. And, I, I, and my dad's going to kill me for saying that because I slated March a few years ago, and then he's obviously come in and, and done really well. But Adingra is the potential of him is so so high, and um, I, I think I think he's a great pick at five million, and no one's going to get him. But mm, okay. Zane doesn't. No. He says he doesn't trust me waffling about Brighton. Well, to be I fair, called Matoma last year. Thank you very much. I was just about to say that you <laughs> called Matoma before the World Cup. And he said, did. Keep an eye on him. Yeah. Um, Gotta give him that. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Yeah. Appreciate well, it. No worries. <laughs> You've said some nice things about me tonight, so I'm reciprocating. <laughs> Every turn of the finger. Yeah, people uh, yeah, mentioning Fatty. He's, he's just not an option for us at the moment. I, I, I haven't been that impressed with him in the tennis striker type role, and he's not going to ask Matoma. So he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a, a no go. Um, forwards. What do you reckon of Nunes? Because Klopp, if you've got mm. him, you're probably worried about this week, right? Because he's obviously been mm. off in South America. But Klopp was. Quite positive, I thought, on the South Americans. Private jets and things saying they're in a better place than they normally are. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just Gapo's not far off and Jota's ready. Sorry, Andy, you, you go. Yeah, and I was just going to say, it's like, if you already, if you if you still went Haaland or you still have Haaland, it's, it just seems like a gamble going for Nunes over someone like a Watkins, Alvarez, whoever mm. it is. Like, it, it, it just doesn't seem as much of a nailed on player to start. The thing is, and we said about this even before the season started, his stats are always up there and he's the only player that seems to ever match Haaland in terms of output, in terms of his underlying stats. But it's just, you need that run of fixtures and they're probably the team that has the most options in terms of all those attacking, uh, mm. those attacking positions. So even if you get two games out of him, the third game will probably be benched and it's, it's just tough to spend that money on him then. But the underlines are there and if you can get him for a good run, then yeah, I get it. But it's, it's tough to pick him over Old it does feel like we've like said Harlan, two seasons though he's going to hit a big call. The big call yeah. hasn't come yet, has it? He hasn't ever yeah. hit a 20-pointer or, or anything close to that. No, not really. I mean, it's it, it's he had the brace at Newcastle, didn't he, this season? Um, but, you know, you wouldn't, if you had him, you wouldn't buy him for that fixture though, Newcastle away, would you? So that really just, just teased us. The, the fixtures are good, but Jota is fit and Klopp loves Jota. Gapo is probably one week away. So you, you're just into that lottery again. And again, it's another wildcard darling, isn't it? It's another player yeah. who's... Those who didn't keep Haaland definitely probably, well, probably went Darwin and Watkins, right? Yeah. And it feels it feels exciting, but actually I don't know if I'd want to do it because I think that, like Andy says, if you got Haaland, you go Watkins or you, you keep with Alvarez. If you haven't got Haaland, I guess you're almost not obliged to go Darwin, but a lot, a lot did. Um, and I think they're putting a lot of faith in the fact that Jota and Gapo aren't going to get minutes and starts. Yeah, I feel like he's the perfect one-week play, like in quite mm. a few weeks. But to try and hold him and know that he's going to play, and I, it just seems such a tough buy, especially if you are like wildcard and like straight away you're thinking, God, next week I might have to sell him. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's really tough. The, the fixtures are there, so if you think that he gets mm. what three fixtures in the next four, I'd say that's probably quite good, but. I don't know. You're str- uh, yeah, I, I, he's not my kind of pick. He's not the kind of one I go for if I'm wondering whether he's going to play. If he's completely nailed, then yes. But I, I don't think anybody can call that person. I mean, when you look at the top three, none of those, for me, are viable yet because of the starts. Shame, isn't it? Mm. Nunes Wilson is out. Yeah. Isaac's out this week, isn't Yeah. 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 Well, Isaac is out of the Palace game, so... So when you look at it, you wouldn't go Nunes. Can't risk Wilson and Isaac. You're not going to go Cavalone. Who's next? Oh, Harland. Mm, then it's Harland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what do you think about? I mean, Ferguson's in seventh. It's been a, a. I mean, he's 18 years old, and it's a lot of pressure on him, leading the line for a for a Premier League, you know, top six ish side. Um, he hasn't played particularly well over the last few weeks. He's had a bit of an injury um, as well, but he's a really good run of fixtures, and I, I, he, he's still our most. I think he's still our most explosive player. Yeah. Mm. On his day, not point seven four extra non per ninety. It's just there's just a bit of concern with with the kind of the form and the pressure, and you know with Welbeck and Pedro there too. Yeah, mm. I, th- I think I'd just go Pedro over the two of them, just Did because you? he's on pens. Yeah, just because you're so attacking, and even if Pedro's benched, the chances of him coming on in the last thirty minutes and getting a penalty he's still been quite our best high because of your XG. Well, yeah, exactly. So really impressed. I think I would go Pedro five point three as well. But that's perfect for a third striker potentially. So I think I'd still go Pedro over over Ferguson. Although I do love Ferguson, I think he's yeah. a great player. But I think Pedro would be my pick out of the two of them still. So top three strikers for me are still Haaland, Watkins, Alvarez. 
I would say. Are you getting Watkins, Mark, for 10? No, probably not. Oh, not no unless Sa- I still no Saka, no Watkins. Ooh, he lived dangerously. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think <laughs> I want to. I want to see what the City pair look like this week. Um, it, City go to United, don't they, in game week ten? And obviously, it it could be an option to go Watkins against Luton and sell Haaland, but I don't know if I, I'd want to do. It. I mean, it's it's that's two transfers if you want Haaland back for Bournemouth at home, which surely you do. And Harlan could do damage at Old Trafford, couldn't he? So mm. I I think I'm comfortable going, I'm, I'm not going against the crowd by not getting Watkins, but it almost does feel like that if you look on the Twitter bubble, because I think obviously Watkins he is a ter- popular He terrifies me yeah. not having him for that game. He terrifies you. He does. Watkins terrifies I know. You. Well, it's Luton, isn't it? It's Luton at home. Yeah, a I know. A striker against I, Luton at home in like I, 40% of teams. <laughs> I, I do I do think that we've con- in our minds converted Watkins to an elite level striker very very quickly when when actually last season he was incredibly frustrating and he's this season once, he start- all season yeah he's he's been getting assists he's been getting assists for sure and he's been ticking away but I, I'll talk about it now the recency bias of that that haul against Brighton has made people go oh, I can afford to sell Haaland and go Watkins and Alvarez and Watkins and Nunes and I can't help but think that that massive haul has factored into that. I mean, you know, people will say, oh no, I'm aware of the recency bias and that's not a factor. I don't think that's the norm for Watkins. He's in great form, but I still think he's he's a striker who does miss opportunities, miss, miss his chances. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's gone up a level this year. Maybe the data isn't, you know, it, it is true and he's he's stepped up and he's now a much improved finisher. Um, but I'm, I'm still not sure that, you know, I'd be confident going with him week in, week out instead of having Haaland. You'd still prefer Alvarez. Alvarez is in 13th, 0.52. If you could make the swap for free to, to Watkins, you wouldn't do it. Well, it's more money. It's more expensive, isn't he? Yeah. And I got, don't forget, I got I got um, Alvarez for a lot cheaper than he is now as well. So, But is that um, an issue? Because, I mean, if Watkins is, is the better pick over Alvarez are you, and you don't want to do it because of the money, is that limiting your flexibility with that spot? Well, how much is he better? Is he, is he, is he better by 1.5 million? Uh, I'm asking you. Alvarez is playing for Man City, taking all their set pieces and, and playing up front with the best striker in, in, in possibly modern football. So, no, I'm, I don't think he is 1.5 worse than, than Watkins. Andy, himself. who'd you pick? Uh, you haven't got Alvarez, right? You've got Watkins and no Alvarez. I've got Watkins, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think for those fight, next fight, fight. Four, four fixtures... <laughs> West Ham at home, Luton at home, Fulham at home and those as well. And they're so much better at home than they are away. Mm. I think it's hard to not go with them. The only thing I will say is, if I didn't own Watkins, I don't think I'd be as terrified to not own him as you are as. Just because yeah. he's not on penalties, I feel like that is yeah. a bit of a thing for him. Because, of, But, you know, he can do it. He can do, you know, what he did the other day. But he's not doing it with, with lots of XG, if that makes sense. He's not scoring goals that you'd be thinking, oh my, he's not like a Harding putting up three XG. I think it was like 0.8 xG when he scored three goals and got um, got the assist. So I, I think he's, a, he's. I just think he's a fine pick. I don't. I don't think he's yeah. somebody that's like essential moving forward. If that makes sense. But I think he's a fine pick. I, a couple of weeks ago, I thought Diaby might be able to match him. I, I, I'm starting to waver on that a little bit. I feel like mm. Diaby's a fine pick because he's cheaper. But I think if I had to pick either or and price didn't matter, I'd, I'd pick Watkins every time. I, but, do, I just don't agree with the statement that I'm terrified by Ollie Watkins. I, I think I that is just purely off the basis of the the haul against Brighton. Of course, if he does that again and he starts getting double figures with regularity, 
How many? I'm not. I think last season he, he didn't get very many double digits, did he at all? And this is what I mean. It's like there just seems this complete transformation in our perception of what Watkins is now to the point where you're saying you're terrified of him. I, I'm terrified of, of him for a few reasons. One that he's 32 percent owned, and, and that is that is a massive rank killer. Oh, he does anything Bo, these Bo days. Andy, here yeah. we go. It's one, here it's, we it's, go. It's, it's one reason. <laughs> Have we got a? Cla- we should get a klaxon every time someone mentions an EO. I'm scared of him because is this they, real life? Villa have had three home games this season. They scored four against Everton, three against Palace, who are supposedly a good defensive side, and six against us, um, a Brighton. And they've got West Ham, who are 18th on the team data defence, and Fulham, who are 14th, but look like they could concede five goals every game that I've seen them play um, this 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 year. And that's not even including Luton um, as well, who they should absolutely destroy I've only got Diaby as cover and his stats aren't don't seem yeah, I know. don't okay, seem right. that great either so Watkins in 36 starts got three double digits um, Alvarez <clears throat> got four double digits in 14 starts mm. that's what I'm saying I'm saying we've gone that was last season I just think the Brighton Hall has just completely changed our perception suddenly Watkins is a heavy hitter who hits who hits big holes. Yeah, but if you if you if, you, if, you've, got, if, if you've got a forward who's only blanked in one game out of eight, yeah, and then okay, he's playing so Fulham, West Ham, and Luton, you're talking at home. about consistency there. You're talking about consistency. That's different to someone who terrifies you. I'm not terrified of a consistent point score. I'm terrified of a, someone who gets 15 points on a regular basis, like Harry Kane. Watkins isn't that player. I don't think he wasn't last season, and he's done it once this season against Brighton, who completely capitulated. So I just think let's just calm our perception of what I'm sleepless nights. All I see is Ollie Watkins' shadow like above my bed (laughs) with like a knife, like ready to ready to pounce. No, that's me, as. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have given you that key. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. Um, oh, Superior says, I smell a charity bet brewing here. Oh, last time we had a ch- charity bet, I don't think you paid, did you, Mark? How oh, dare you? Oh, I did in charity. the end. That sounds like Mark. That sounds like <laughs> that Mark. was charity, your charity, was it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Nah, the reputation, my reputation is sure. tarnished. I, I'm sure you did. You just take bloody ages to do it. Like a... Yeah, I didn't yeah. take my time. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of orange on these charts, Mark, from FPL underscore yeah, radar. I, I, I love FPL radar. He does a lot of good work in the, in the community. He throws these out and um, I just like throwing them in just to, I mean, I think we've kind of discussed this already about United going to Sheffield, Sheffield United. Um, what he does here, he prepares, he, he compares the attacks versus the defence and, and pick, it allows you to pick out the attacks to side with. You talk about Watkins, um, Villa West Ham. Um, that's second in this table, the top table, but United at Sheffield United is the most uh, profitable fixture in terms of attack versus weak defence. It's interesting, isn't it? I don't, I, there are still people carrying Rashford and Bruno into this game week. Uh, those who probably didn't wildcard, who went with them initially because you can't sell for Sheffield United away. Surely there's got to be a return. Well, Fernandez is the one here, isn't he? Uh, you, you got, I mean, you look at that They're opponent. They're top there, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's nuts. But I mean, also, I mean, look at Haaland. I mean, that kind of cements Haaland as the, as as the best captain, right? Because he's got the he's got the strongest player, xG per ninety, and the opponent mm. with with a a long bar. Just ahead of the terrifying Ollie Watkins That's, in fourth there. I'm scared of him this week, but let alone Luton at home. Oh, 
Yeah. Awful. No, I, 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 I would feel for the, those who haven't wildcarded and are holding Rashford and Bruno if they don't get anything out of him, out of them at Sheffield United. So I'm expecting, <laughs> I'm expecting them to make up some ground because you'd think that as double figures for at least one of them too, wouldn't you? At Sheffield United, I they've know, got so many injuries as well, haven't two they? Two from so Tim, many injuries. Tim WD Borge being uh, Bruno's middle name. Mm, yeah, I did not know that. You know that, Andy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> um, interested by the way that Matty Cash is on this table as well ridiculous yeah. isn't it Matty yeah. Cash so, was he sixth sixth at this table amongst all these midfielders he's, he's not penalty XG's better than Diaby's isn't it captain option versus Luton scout cast uh, Matty Cash versus Luton yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah no maybe not so much <laughs> <laughs> uh, great anything else to add on this one Mark um, no, it's just, yeah, the, the the first four fixtures. I mean, just the fact that the fixtures this week are just incredible for us, aren't they? I think a lot of people yeah. have got a lot of players at home and a lot of our players have got really strong fixtures. So I'm expecting big scores this week because I think that most teams will have at least a couple of players with double figures looking mm. at this the data and the, the, the kindness of the fixture. Yeah. Uh, but what happens after an international break normally? Yeah, well, it all goes out the window, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And it all yeah. is low scoring, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, right, let's take a look at some predictions uh, then. Thanks for sending me uh, these. Um, Liverpool-Everton to start with, the Merseyside derby. Uh, we've all gone for a Liverpool win here. Andy and I both with a 2-0. Mark, you've given Everton a goal uh, in a 3-1. If we're all backing two or more goals, Salah captain, is he an option? Yeah, I think so. I think he's a good. I think he's second best option this week. To be perfectly honest. Yep. Mark tempted at all? Yeah, very. I mean, we will get the captains in a bit, but I as I said, the models are saying go Salah just ahead of Haaland. So mm. they clearly think that it's just. I don't want to go all in on the twelve thirty. I mean, Luke's going in with three Liverpool players and Salah captain at the oh moment. Oh God, I know. I hate that. I was Trent listening to Darwin, that. Salah, I was like, Salah oh, Salah that captain. sounds awful. <laughs> I think he'll he should do all right out of that. He should start. You know, he should start very strong. I. I it's hard to say, isn't it? A Merseyside derby, Klopp's expecting a difficult game. Um, Everton have been very good in attack, perhaps not so convincing at the back. Um, I think they've got a goal in them because of that, but I just don't see them keeping Liverpool. There's so much firepower in that Liverpool team. I think they, they win this comfortably myself. Mm. Um, you're giving them a goal, though, if you're thinking of bringing Simicast, yeah, you think Everton mm. are going to score. Yeah. Um, Bournemouth Wall, we've all gone different here. Uh, I've gone for a Bournemouth mm. win. <laughs> Mark, you've gone for a Wolves win. And Andy, you've gone for a real bore, a real bore yeah. nil. I genuinely think, I told you, like, I had ticket. Because you I, turned I, down the was, ticket. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was offered to go here and I just. Well, now you've turned I, it I down. Just, it's going to be like a four all, isn't it? That's, I could, that normally yeah. works. <laughs> genuinely, yeah. I, the, all the times I've been to Bournemouth, the games have not been that great. And I think I, I can just see this being nil nil. I can see this being a lack of quality in terms of attacking. I can just see it being a really non-factor game, really. So, yeah, I've gone nil-nil for this one. The Mark Lawrence predictions? Yeah, he's even worse than Mark. Have you not? Mark Lawrence is even more boring than Mark Lawrenson. So, there you go. Oh, Mark Lawrence, <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a typo. <laughs> <laughs> no, is Lawrenson not doing them anymore? No, he is. Uh, no, he's not. Chris Sutton does them now, doesn't he? Okay. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, Chris Sutton's a wild card. He could be Chris, Chris Sutton said 6-0 for, which game was it? Uh, Man City-Brighton, he's gone 6-0, I think. 6-0. We're not going to lose 6 with Man City. No way. <laughs> we'll give him a game. We'll come to that in a minute. Um, Brentford Burnley. We've all got different here as well, actually. I've gone mm. for a Brentford comfortable win. Mark, you've gone for a draw. Oh, I no, like no, sorry, Andy, you've gone for a Brentford win as well. 1 0. Yeah. I like Burnley and I'm not 
I'm not keen on Brentford. I still don't think they're as good as... I mean, they started the season well, but I think what I saw at the City ground, they didn't they didn't beat us even with 10 men. Didn't break us down. They don't have a cutting edge for me. Um, so, And I think Burnley plays some good stuff and will nick a goal. So I've got mm. one all. Steve M says, let's start wrapping this up. We're nowhere near the two-hour mark, Steve. Outrageous. <laughs> still loads of time. Strap yourself what in. Talk, what are you talking about? Mid- midnight finish, surely. Let's go all night, says, says Nigel. There we go. Yes. Yeah, Half term this week. Half term this week. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Bottle, he's got plenty of time. So it's all good. <laughs> uh, Man City Brighton. It should be. Um, I'm gutted this game isn't on, you know, on live. Um, I'm sure some people will be watching it through nefarious means but it won't be, <laughs> won't be me of course uh, or anyone on this stream uh, but I've gone for a 3-2 Man City mm. I, th- I think I was tempted to put two all but I've got, I have gone for a uh, I think our defensive problems will cost us in the end uh, Mark you've gone for a more comfortable 3-1 and you've gone yeah. for a very comfortable 4-1 I have I think I, I'm going full narrative FC and I think this is where Haaland <coughs> sellers are going to be like what have we done and I think they're just going to destroy I hope so and yet I don't hope you. so <laughs> Yeah. I just think they will. I think everything I've seen from Brighton, especially like playing away from home, I just think you're just going to keep playing in their hands all game and they're just going to destroy you. Deserbi will just keep going as well. That's the yeah, thing. It's exactly. like he did at Villa. That's the worry. He's, he's a bit like Ralph. Like it's going wrong, but it'll just keep going, keep going, keep yeah. going. Yeah, I mean, you say you say that though, but I mean, with a team we put out against Liverpool was incredibly attacking and I saw it and thought, oh my God, we're going to get absolutely pummeled. But there's work rate and there's energy and there's press. But Liverpool we- didn't play well. I would say. Yeah, because we, yeah, but that's not just because they didn't play well. That's because we were putting them under a lot of pressure. Like we do a lot of teams. Mm. The way to play against Man City isn't to sit back all the time. It's to press them and, and to try and get something. And we know they've got vulnerabilities when you can get one-on-one mm. with Edison. Um, there's definitely goals in this game. I just think that we, we've got, we've got issues making mistakes at the back. And I think that's ultimately what's going to cost us. Um, I don't, I don't think we get thrashed though. Okay. Mm. But I think Harlan, I think Harland as well. <laughs> yeah, Chris Harland. <laughs> yeah, and Har- I mean, honestly, Harland terrifies. Look, Harland up against Dunk or Webster. He terrifies or you as well. How do you sleep at night? You're I don't. Just terrified I don't. Of I don't, Mark. <laughs> Why do you play this game as? <laughs> I don't know, Andy. I've asked myself that question for years. Um, oh dear. Well, well Watkins. Next what, up, Morgan just a nervous wreck, terrifies Andy. me. Yeah. Watkins <laughs> terrifies me from an FPL perspective. Harland terrifies oh. me yeah, from a from a football perspective. Because I've an archer at eight o'clock terrifies me. Does it? I have seen Harland against Dunk. That's why he terrifies oh, me. Oh, have you? Because I yeah. saw it last year and he absolutely dominated him. I mean, he dominated everyone, but yeah. Mm. As going as Ollie Watkins for Halloween. <laughs> I have to say, Supero, you've been, you have been Supero in this, in this chat today. That's good. Right? Oh, um, really yeah. good. Um, oh. Newcastle Palace, I've gone for a 1-0 uh, and you've gone for a 3-0 mark, a 2-0 Oh, Trippier's going to hurt. Another one, another one to scare just, No me. one can see Palace scoring, can they? Because they've, no. they've got so many injuries, no cutting edge really. I mean, Marteta, no, surely not. I just can't see him scoring against one of the best defences in the league and it'll be one-way traffic. So, mm. yeah. The only thing I will say, I feel a little bit like I maybe went overboard with 3-0 with Isak and Wilson maybe not playing. Anything. Mm. Is Wilson a doubt as well? I thought it was just Isak. I think he was, wasn't he? Was he? Or is Wilson playing? I could be wrong there. But no, I'm not sure. I, I just know I know that Isak was out. I'm not sure about. Yeah, um, I'm sure the chat there. will correct me if I'm wrong. Gordon up front, Andy. <laughs> if they're both out, <gasps> Ooh. Wilson's Ooh. not flagged, so I think no. He's I think right. Wilson. I think Wilson's fine. And Gordon on pens, <laughs> and he still get a red card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Forest Luton, uh, you'll be there, Mark. You've gone for a comfortable two 0 
Yeah, I, I, we're playing. We're playing different now. Um, I don't know. I'm a little bit worried because um, I'm. You know, we're we're trying to reset into this new style where we're getting the ball and passing it. Which you know, we'll see. We'll see if that works for us. But it's I, nice to see know. Cooper going back to what he wants to do. Right, like what he did in the yeah. championship, being mm. on the front foot. Whereas last year he adapted well, and but now he's, yeah. he seems to have the players to to change it a bit. And he's got Murillo into like break the lines from defence, which is, you know, playing a ball playing centre back is is not, you know, what we've seen in previous seasons with, with the likes of McKenna and Cook starting for us. Sorry. So yeah, it's um I, I think we're gonna win. But um Luton will be a worry from set pieces, that's for sure. So, yep. Yeah. Uh then a great game, sure. Should be. Chelsea Arsenal. Chelsea finding a bit of form, finally. Uh Arsenal finally beating the uh the master. The apprentice beats the master uh for the first time. Has Arteta been pet before? Not sure he has. Mm. Um, come close a few times, but they've not ever managed it. No, he, he beat him recently, didn't he? Yeah. He beat him in, in the home game. That was it. Yeah. yeah but. Um, I've gone for a 1-0 Arsenal. I think they'll just see, see it out. I think Chelsea will... They're still struggling a bit in attack, aren't they? Even though the, the defence is looking quite good. Uh, you've gone for a 2-1 and Andy's gone for a 0-0. A yeah, I, I, it's a it's very difficult one to call this in terms of will Chelsea put up a fight? Um Arsenal, for me, haven't found that attacking fluidity they saw last season. Um, I do fancy, I mean, off the back of the Burnley game, I think the international break came at the wrong time for them. Jackson scored the goal at Burnley, looked all right when he came on. Mm. He's going to start because Bowyer's out. Sterling obviously had a really strong game. Will he take that form into the Arsenal game and will they get any joy out of him? Mm. I, I've got a feeling Arsenal will go, uh, Chelsea will go one up and then Arsenal will peg yeah, it's the do. narrative I'm going for. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tape says the Community Shield, Arsenal beam. I said, that doesn't count. They drew that game and then won on penalties. That's not the same as winning. Uh, so United, uh, Sheffield United and Manchester United, we've all gone for a Manchester United win. Uh, if Sheffield United get a result in this, Ten Hag is surely in big trouble, right? Yeah, I mean, I've gone very conservative with 1-0 because yeah. United aren't playing well. And I think Sheffield United will just obviously just sit back. That's I think the they'll score early. Got. Do you? Yeah. yeah, they'll score. <laughs> Bit of a just... salvage job. Mm, I, it's not going to be an attractive game and if I was giving out a garden sender game and I could find a garden sender open well it's funny you should night, say that Mark <laughs> uh, then because... it, would be, it would be that one <laughs> yeah. there it is yeah I mean that that is where <laughs> if I had to buy some bricks Definitely. for the barbecue I would be going shopping at 8 o'clock I am one um, ahead of you yeah that game. absolutely yeah. Uh, one game on Sunday I'm going to have What's going on with this? Uh, One this, game on Sunday business. The scheduling this year is weird, isn't it? This, yeah. this, this is the second time I think this, is, this has happened. Um, Villa West Ham, I'll be going in with three players, four, four players, I think, um, in this one. Uh, I've gone for two on Villa. I think the home, home um, formal will see him through. Uh, and he's gone for three, two. You've gone for a draw. Hammers point. Yeah, I I think Villa have have shown some fragility at the back. I think West Ham have got set pieces and will be a threat from those Ward Prowse as we've seen. I want to say that Ward Prowse has got a good record at Villa Park. I don't know why. I just I just see him in for Southampton causing them problems there. It uh, set pleasing free. I think he got a free kick there once. Um, oh, he's probably done that at most grounds. But I just see Ward Prowse. He's set plays causing them issues. I think West Ham will nick a point. Yeah. Mm. Lots of goals in this game, though. Look at it. Yeah. I know. Uh, so at, just, least, at least we're not down the garden centre for that one on a Sunday. So just, just to explain, because we have got nearly 2,000 people watching. They might not wow. be familiar with the, with the garden centre. Uh, there it is again. Uh, <laughs> the garden centre game is, is Mark's little, little catchphrase he's been doing for a few years, basically saying, um, 
if you're going to, you know, there's, there's got to spend some family time. You've got to be out probably at a garden centre, but you don't want to miss the football. You time it strategically around the most boring game of the week. The game you want to miss. Yeah. The game you want to miss. And that, and that yeah. this week is, uh, is Sheffield United and Manchester United. Do you agree with that, Andy? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. So, sorry, by the way, I went, I literally like my wife's out and I got the two kids asleep and, uh, I turned around and then the doorway was open. My boy was, was just it looking at me. <laughs> yeah, it was Ollie Watkins. <laughs> Honestly, my heart went, yeah. I thought I'd just Ollie Watkins. Yeah. Was it Ollie Watkins? That's a good it was one. Cameron Archer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, great shout from Greg Frost. The Garden Centre icon reminds me of the herb from Resident Evil. That is a great <laughs> shout. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Oh, a bit of game is geek. Brilliant. Can stop talking about horror, please? It's uh... <laughs> definitely not sleeping tonight. Uh, Spurs Fulham, interesting one on the Monday night. I'm sure some people will be captaining Solomon Madison just because it's the, uh, the final game. Uh, I've gone for a 2 1, bit of a nervy one. You've both gone for a much more comfortable Spurs win, Mark 4 1. Andy 3-0. Yeah, I, I mean, Fulham are playing Bassey at the back, aren't they? It might as well be Shirley as well. I've seen him play and he's been very dodgy. <laughs> and do you have that so, one written down? No, <laughs> I, did. Did. I, I think that, I think that, I mean, Diop's been terrible, hasn't he? I mean, like, Diop's been awful recently. That's how bad Bassey is, basically. Mm. That Diop's been keeping him out. I, I, I think if Son is fit, and we hope he will be, like, fully fit, think he could have a field day. So it's really close between Salah Harland and Son this week. I mean. Did you notice Mark took the post-it note down from the side of his computer yeah. screen there with <laughs> Shirley Bassey written on it? He was like, done that one. <laughs> tick, tick. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I mean, if you think it's going to be like that though, is, is there no temptation for a, for a Son or Madison yeah. captain this week? There is. Yeah, there is. Not I guess I, I don't like waiting until Monday. It's like, don't like playing the captain in the 12.30. Don't like waiting until Monday for the captain either. You, you don't like I a don't Monday know. captain? I, no, no. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that I the sort of fitness captain. issue is the worry, is it? The minutes, will he get Will he get just 70 minutes? That's the thing. Yeah, that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Especially when you've got like Salah and Harlan who are going to play the majority of the minutes. Mm. I, it's just so I'm just more than happy owning Son and Madison in this fixture. Uh, knowing that I don't have to captain them, but I'm at least get their points. I think, I think that's fine. Yep. Well, let's talk about captains uh, next, because it is an mm. interesting week for it. Um, these are the kind of the players in the in the conversation. Uh, Nunes, if you want a, a bit of a left field punt again, he's the top of the XGI non punt for 90. Uh, then we've got the three main ones, I think, this week. Haaland, Salah mm. uh, and Son. Um, looking at their data, 0.86 for Haaland, 0.74 for Salah, 0.71 for Son. All great options. Madison as well, 0.7, not far off. We picked Trippier, Andy, in our little greyhead uh, game. We, did. We, we we try and pick the high scorers. A uh, bit of a bit of a, a left field one, but I think the, the the nine points. Honestly, I just think he gets nine as, as a minimum. Yeah, yeah. Horrible. Um, yeah. What, what what do you think about this then? Then Mark, are you are you kind of wavering, or are you, are you pretty set on Harland? I I'm set on Harland. I think because. You know, we've we've seen managers who have wildcarded people like Seb and Luke, who are obviously top quality managers, going without Haaland. It almost almost reinforces me and thinks, well, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll not only keep Haaland, I'll I'll catch him in this game. Luke said it last week. This is the game week that he fears mm. the most, not having Haaland, and I think that tells the story, doesn't it? It's a red um, fixture on the ticker, but it's definitely not a red fixture in terms of not anymore. Defense. No, no, that's right. I mean, Brighton are a good side, but I don't think defensively. They're a good side this season. And the way that they'll approach this game will probably play into City's hands as well. It could be that 
that other players get the returns. Foden and Alvarez could be in the mix and Haaland could just come out of an assist. So the people could get away with it. I would be surprised if he doesn't score. And, and you know, uh, I probably can say the same about Salah against Everton and Son against Fulham. But I think, you know, as past experience show, when you don't catch in Haaland at home in a fixture that's, you know, a good one, you're asking mm. for trouble. So I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick with him. Andy, any temptation? No, it was literally as soon as the, um, as soon as my, I set my bus team, it was like, yeah, Haaland cap. It was absolutely fine with that. I think a few people could go with Salah because obviously he's just got that brace as well. And I feel like people would be going, oh no, you need to be going Salah now. But I feel like Haaland's the pick. Mm. I hate captaining a player against my own team, but I just think Haaland's going to dominate <laughs> that, 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 yeah. our centre-backs. And yeah, we're making problems at the back and he's the pain if they do manage to win. Um, the team data, defence, um, no, Oh, life, well, this is interesting, Mark. This is yeah, no, data too. This is uh, <laughs> no, no, it's not what you expected, is it? I it's wanted not, to throw, no. I, I wanted to throw this in to look at the, the Son Salah um, Harland situation over the game weeks to come because I wanted just a bit more data um, to look at why people are, are losing Harland because you know it, it's like you said, game week ten going going Watkins maybe losing Harland for that game, but then you've got Bournemouth to come as well. City's fixtures are are testing, there's no doubt. As you can see here, they don't have too many really strong fixtures. And there's no doubt as well, if you've got Salah and Son, you've got really strong alternatives for the captaincy. People are talking about Saka as well in game week 12. Mm. Um, so I just want to show this because it, it it does back up what Luke was saying in that the fact that you've got good captain options does give this give you this window of opportunity to bet against Haaland and to spread the money. There's no question about it. But I think, as we've said earlier, we've had one blow for that already in the fact that Simakas has come along mm. to slightly undermine the Trent pick, I would say. I would say, because obviously, you know, someone like me can get in Simakas and get some attacking returns and some of the Liverpool clean sheets if they do arrive. So it means that those who have got Trent in are relying on him delivering those attacking returns and bonus, which he hasn't to this point done. So, yeah, I. I I think that that has been a slight blow to the kind of uh, let's let's spread the money and, and not have Haaland. But I, there's no question for me that you've got your captaincy sewn up with Salah and Son if you don't have him. And this mm. shows that. Um, yep. and, and, you know, Watkins has got great fixtures too. And what I was saying about the recency bias on Watkins, if you have a look, yes, he has been consistent. He's blanked in only one game, but that 23 points in game week seven, I think he's, he's also being a factor in people feeling secure about losing Haaland in that I think we've kind of blown Watkins up to be this 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 striker who can return every week and get big scores. And, and that, I don't know if that is the case. It has been in that game week, but it wasn't last season and it hasn't been to that point this season. Mm. So, I don't know. It, it, a lot depends on how Watkins goes and how Nunes goes and how Trent goes, whether the gamble to go about Haaland comes in or not. Um, because they're the three players that wildcarders have gone with that even us sitting here now would say, I'm not absolutely sure all those three players, apart from Watkins, are absolutely yeah. essential picks by any means. I think I'll still captain Harlan in the next three, Brighton at home, Man United and Bournemouth. But Andy, are you, are you, do you reckon you'll play around with the captaincy at all over those three? Yeah, are you going to captain Harlan against United? No, I think I'll be on Salah. I think okay. it would be, um, 
Harlan Salah, Harlan Salah. Um, game week 13 is the trickiest one, but it's whether I own Saka by that point, because is it Saka? There's someone that's got a nice fixture, but I can't remember who it is. Game week 13 is definitely the trickiest one. It is so tricky. Probably, yeah. Cause I mean, I could potentially be without Spurs assets by then. So Villa at home, you know, could be the fixture there, but I think that's a tricky one. Uh, it's because it, obviously Liverpool and City play against each other. So yeah, it's who I go with in 13, but it, it's pretty sure it's going to be Harlan Salah, Harlan Salah. The, the biggest thing for me, and again, we've mentioned this about, about Spurs already tonight, I don't see myself captaining Son until game week 13, I don't think. No, exactly. That's why I think he's, he's potentially dispensable for, yeah. for a second. No, yeah. yeah. And again, Saka is actually captainable in, in two of these fixtures, if he's back as what we're thinking. Yeah. Because obviously you've got Sheffield United at home, Burnley at home. I think they're, you know, very I want I want an Arsenal mid for Sheffield United at home and Burnley at home. They, yeah. you know, they, they're, 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 they've got... Four or five nil on both of them written on it. I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Saka, as you see in the in the radar FPL radar chart below, has very been very consistent without being super explosive. He's got the one double figure return or two. He's got ten and a thirteen. So you know, he's not someone. Son, I think, as we've seen already, can get a twenty pointer. Saka, perhaps you don't fear as much. I wouldn't put him in the terrifying bracket, should we say? Mm. Um, but. Um, but yeah, there's no question the fixtures are so strong for him. I think this week is so crucial to what we do in that game week 10 as to how Son looks and how Saka looks mm. in terms of fitness and mm. minutes. Because if Son gets like 85 minutes and gets a couple of goals against Fulham, I don't know if I can go Son to Saka. I really yep. don't. We, I know we, I we shouldn't. Also... You, output shouldn't affect my decision, but it's the, it's it the minutes <laughs> and, the, and the sharpness, yeah. We also mentioned it last week, and I think I am... Um maybe a little bit hotter on this than you are, Mark, in terms of, I do think getting a Brighton player in from game yeah. week 10 onwards needs to be such a high priority because they're... But it's who? It's which one? just ridiculous. Fulham, uh, Everton, Sheffield United, Forest. It, it's, it's just... It's Sterling to Matoma. It's, yeah, exactly. And, and it's like, how much do you prioritise? Like, for instance, look at those Spurs fixtures. They're all blue on the ticker there. But would you prioritise getting in? So would you sell, for instance, Madison to Matoma? No way. No. Not no. not not a chance. I I don't think we have a player that's that's gonna play four out of four games. Matoma mm. will be benched in one of those games. Mm. For sure. Yeah. We're, do, we're doing crap in Europe as well. Like we it's not like we're comfortably sailing through that group. We've lost one and drawn one. Mm, true. We, we need we need to start getting some points. We've got a Dingra who can play on the left or the right. We've got Fatty who's gonna take some minutes as well. He and, and he's not gonna play on the right, so he's either gonna play left or at ten. He's in rubbish at 10 so far, so I can't see that happening. I don't know. I think Matoma's much more of a risk than, than people maybe think. Um, one of them's going to go off over that run, but I, I just don't know who it's going to be. Wow, that's, uh, that's, that's a pretty short bet given the fixtures. A Brighton player will go off, mm. but right. It's about, there's about seven. It could, could, he, yeah, I know, it's could ridiculous. be Ferguson. Could be, yeah. I know, it's absolutely yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Um, FPL ticket. I, I like the chat. Luke warm to the stream. Cheers, mate. <laughs> but he's going to hit the like anyway. That's the main thing. <laughs> oh, come for the stream. Stay oh, for the chat. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> M. Darrowell, great show. Hit the likes. Yeah, do give us a like. Oh, I'm not sure if we hit 2,000. We were pretty close at one point, but 2,000 watching is amazing. So uh, really, really appreciate it. Yeah, do, do make sure you're liked and subscribed to the channel. Um, and do have loads of scout as well. You can watch more of Andy if you're into that kind of thing. If you want to get into FPL mode. 
Uh, what do you want the Galcast? I was going to, oh. you ruined it. I was going to ask you if you slowly feeling yourself entering FBL mode as, but now you've, you've come oh, I don't like the slowly <laughs> with that. Mark goes straight in as like I he's know. Oh. flirting. I know. Oh, there's no time for subtlety at this time of night, is there? Like, it's, it's true, it's true. <laughs> I, I don't even want to carry this conversation on, so we're going to move swiftly on uh, to the final section. Uh, it's teams, um, looking kind of how we set up. Uh, this is me, uh, Turner and Goal. I think it's probably quite similar to a lot of people. Turner and Goal with Ogie Cash, uh, Botman, Salasson, Madison Diaby, Ward-Prowse, Harlan Captain and Alvarez. Nothing too exciting. It's either going to be Botman, I think, to Gabriel or Simakas. Mm. Not sure which one. Simacass is a sexy. Yeah, I'd do that. 100%. Going up up in price Saturday night, you can get in early on the rise. I just think Gabriel is a good, like, Gabriel is a good pick. Like, there's there's no, if you've got Gabriel in your team, you're going to be pretty happy playing him. You're not worried, though. You're not worried that Parsi's back and he could play silly buggers again. No, Gabriel's been so good since he's. No, yeah. Everybody said that before the season started. Like, Gabriel's nailed. Absolutely. And 4 (laughs) 7. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> there's, there's no way Arteta goes back to that mad Partey yeah. right back experiment. I think it was. I think it was the Saudi window, wasn't it? I think there was rumours around Gabriel and his head yeah. body wasn't in the right place, and that's all. That's all sorted now. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, um, George asked why why not Colwell out. The, the plan was to do Colwell out, uh, but I I just what like you said, Mark. I just I just don't want to keep a potentially injured player in my team. I've been there already this season, and it's. You just never find a, yeah, a but way why, out. Yeah, but why would you hold Colwell when the fixtures are terrible? I think he's right. I think you do go Colwell. Well, at least he, because at least he plays and Chelsea's defence is pretty good. Mm, fixtures are bad. I don't know how long Botman is out for. I mean, you've held him through the break and you've taken a, a drop already, haven't you? So no, I guess I got, I got him at 4-6. Oh, right, okay. All right. Chelsea enough. fixtures are horrendous to like 16. Oh, no, I have taken a drop because he went to 4-8, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I have okay. taken a I, I'd do Colwell to Simicas. I think he's right. So, but anyway, Colwell to Simicast could potentially leave me with no black, no, no nine men, ten men. Um, I guess we'll get news about Simicast, won't we? Because it's the early fixture. Yeah, mm. I don't know. It'll be one of those two. It's probably going to be Simicast because I know myself and I'm pathetic, <laughs> <laughs> and I always go for the. And you're pushing, you're reaching. I don't think that's yeah. a bad pick, though. I think yeah. that's, I think no. that's a good pick. It's, no. the, it's, def- it's good definitely pick. the more fun, the more fun. I pick. think I'd feel more comfortable having seen him start before moving for him, but I mm. think it's probably worth the risk, probably yeah. given what Klopp said. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's take a look at Andy's team. Uh, Andy, Turner and goal, uh, Porro, Burn, Cash, Bowen, Madison, Salah, Gordon, Son, Watkins, Harland. You're looking pretty, pretty tasty this week, I think. Yeah, quite happy uh-huh. with it, to be perfectly honest. Um, I'm also quite happy with it for 10. I'm rolling because uh, I wanted the two free transfers in 10 because... I mean, you know this as the the there's not a lot of money to move around here in terms of you know every little bit of money is being spent. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm quite happy with it. It's it's what I do in ten that's the biggest thing I'm thinking about. Mm. I've known I've been rolling with this one for two weeks, so it's it's been pretty boring this week to be honest. But next week's when the big decisions are going to be made. So yeah, no, I'm feeling pretty happy. Like I said, I've been a Harlan captain from the very beginning. I've been quite happy with that. None of my bench players were going to come in for any of the others. Uh, if anything happens with Turner or that game. Uh, I've got Ariola to come in and I think he's an able deputy. So yeah, no, I feel quite happy with all of this, to be honest. There's no one I'm really looking at and thinking, oh, I wish I had them. I, I feel okay. Yep. Every single player at home? No, I've Bowen's away. Oh, Bowen's away. Yeah, so he is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, apart from that, yes. Play Archer Bowen. over Bowen. He's 
Just, according yeah, no, according to the uh, forwards, he's the bottom <laughs> no. of all forwards for exchange. I know, penalty. crazy. Isn't it? <laughs> he's done. He's done a Ryan Brewster, hasn't he? He's yes. literally done exactly yeah, the same exactly. as Brewster. Yeah. Like with so much potential, he's no. going to He's going to help. Brewster didn't us. score. No, I suppose. Archie not. He scored. Did he get a goal and assist? Didn't he? He did yeah, in he his did, first yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Uh, Mark, you're different to us because you haven't well carded yet. Yeah. So Turner, Burn, Cash, Trippier, Madison, Sterling, Diaby, Salah, Son. Alvarez Haaland Not that much different to be fair. Everyone's just wild into your team, aren't they, really? Apart from Sterling. Apart from Sterling, yeah. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I, I have got 11 at home. Um, I don't know if that's going to help. One of them is Sterling at home to Arsenal, though, so I don't know how effective that's going to be. Oh, yeah. But yeah, um, no bench, of course. Gusto should start, so I should get an active sub for once and Bulldog's back soon. So I'll, I'll He's dropping tonight, to, I think, Bulldog. Is he? I'll take is that, he? though, because I think <laughs> anyone wildcarding is going to go to Bulldog, as his smile. <laughs> it's the but slim victory he's had. Do you, do you not think, though, at 3-8, everyone's going to go Bulldog in their wildcard? I do. No, nah, oh, yeah, season's probably. ruined, mate. Bulldog's, yeah. Bulldog's <laughs> dropping. As is like, Bulldog's dropping. No, I, do, do. I, I just have to hope. I, I mean, I've been lucky enough not to go one sub deep. Well, yeah, I just managed to go scrape through with nine men in one week, so... I can't go all night this, though. I've got it's to just, get an active sub. It's funny, though, with the, the obsession you've had with price rises, then you've had with mm. Baba and Bulldog, who've just yeah. <laughs> absolutely tanked. Yeah, but I'll, I'll leave them and just play with 12. Right? I think that's mm. what I'll do. So um, it'll be it'll be Gusto to Simicast next week, I think, and I'll keep Sterling one more week and then move him out to, to a Brighton player after that. So, so you're, you're rolling this week? No, I've already done Ariola in for Pickford to, to oh, catch okay. the rise. So yeah. I did that. I did that straight away. I... I'm doing it just to wind up the no early transfers group. I did it straight Making goalkeeper away. transfers for price <laughs> yeah, rise moves. Really, wow. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, so hang on. So if you get Simicus or if you get Bowen, that's for a minus four. Yeah, I'm not going to do it, though. I'm going to leave it oh, like right. this. So I'm not going right. to take a hit this week. I'm going to do Gusto right. to Simicast probably Saturday night. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe away. you haven't wildcarded and you're using transfers on a reserve goalkeeper. Well, he, because early. Early. If, it go, if it went catastrophic, I've got the wildcard, haven't I? So. You know, when people go, oh, you don't take early transfers, what about the injuries? Well, if I've got two or three massive injuries, I'd wildcard. I so... think you're taking the piss, to be honest, Mark. <laughs> At the beginning of this yeah. stream, Mark was like, I don't know why people are calling me lucky. Oh, I, no. don't know, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been some fortunes, no doubt. I was definitely lucky to go with some. But I don't think I'm, I'm in the top 88% of, or uh, you know, the top 12% of managers for luck, but there you go. Well, maybe I am. <laughs> Uh, lovely stuff so that's pretty much the end of the stream uh, just a shout out to the Black Box League do join if you haven't already the league code's on the screen 95GXEU uh, Nicholas Regenson is top of that uh, Joss Hinchcliffe has lost his place at the, at the top he comes, falls down to second but 575 points that is a, a big you're on 500 aren't you Mark so mm, um, you know, crazy isn't it yeah these guys are doing really well that's my dog, by the way. I don't know if you heard <laughs> Sure it wasn't Ollie Watkins yeah, making his way into... Is. Has he got a key? <laughs> uh, Akram Simba's in third. Gerard McIntyre's in fourth. Joe Cassidy in fifth. Uh, Dan in sixth. Stefan Vukovic in seventh. Dan Clark in eighth. Tom Harper in ninth. And Connor alone uh, in tenth. Uh, Apprentice League. I'm catching Liesel, our apprentice. She's done well. She's, She's having a good start. Right. Yeah, four, five, yeah. five. Um, I'm in third. Um, Ryan, uh, his wildcard's been a bit of a disaster, but he's managed to put it back a bit. Um, but I'm ahead of him four three three. And poor old Nat, still struggling down bottom of the league in three still eight nine, days. having a rough still season. Days. So far, mm-hmm. very early days. And then looking at the members, 
hate this screen because Mark's on it uh, in fourth. Uh, but Avi is first, Lawrence Shan in second, Ken in third, uh, Janice in fifth, Nick Baker in sixth, Ankit in seventh, Conor Gray in eighth, Tim Kettenlock in ninth, and Pratik is in tenth. Uh, if you haven't joined the Godfather tier and you fancy it, um, do check out the channel. There's a link in the description. Join the WhatsApp league. You can join this league. Uh, and there's also a prediction league as well, which has been set up. Um, basically, as another perk for joining, Mark, that we haven't had to do anything for. So I know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like the members are creating perks for more members. Legends. It's, 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 it's working well. It's, Absolutely um, yeah, legends. We, we've got to pull our fingers out and think of more things. Yeah. Well, you are you are allowing one of the members to go to the uh, FCA. Oh, members, yeah. Of course. So, so Nigel was, the Crab. That's not a bad prize, is it? Nigel right? the Crab, who's been in the chat all night. Do you know this, Andy? Is Nigel no. going? Yeah, Nigel the Crab, because Mark and I can't go to the FCAs. Um, oh, right. So... Uh, Nigel the Crab's going. On our behalf. (laughs) On our behalf. (laughs) To pick up the award. Well, we don't know. That's a bit cocky. (laughs) I said said hopefully. Okay, right, okay. Uh, So yeah, that's that's a perk we can't promise every year. Is Nigel going to match your speech from last year? It's a tough act Can anyone match my speech after 10 Heineken's last time? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Dear me. Terrible. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Andy, thanks for joining us uh, again. Yeah, no worries. Thank you very much for having Friday me. Friday night, your own on the channel. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that. I love the Friday nights, and and it does seem the audience is there. I've got to say, mm. so it's um, fantastic to have two thousand people tuning in for for our laid back chat, which is um, always good on a Friday. And so no tech issues for once. No, no tech issues. Mm. Love it. Right. Well, yeah. good luck, everyone. Um, thanks all for watching. Mark and Andy, good luck uh, next game week, and yeah, we'll be back. Next week, maybe in a more regular spot of yeah. Black Box on Wednesday and Late Tackle yeah. on Friday. Yeah, we'll try for that. Let's go. Uh, no COVID next week as fully fit. Let's Lovely go. stuff. See you all later. Podcast Network.